Yeah, but you can put the, you can start this anytime. Like here, when I say, hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Gaming Fix podcast on December 12th, 2020. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite 90s hip-hop reference. I am joined today by Pat. I, my dog just put her tongue up my nose. And I'm trying to keep her from bumping the microphone, so I don't have a fun one. But uh, I like the song It Wasn't Me. It's one of my favorite 90s hip-hop references. Okay. And Alex. I thought you were going to make a joke about Mew being 151. Oh, like the I mean, Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. To listen to this episode of the podcast, you need to go to the is it Viridian Harbor, and then you the surf truck. after the after the uh, the ferry has left, and then you got to go over to the truck and use strength to push it out of the way to get Mew uh, to listen yeah. to this episode of the podcast. Exactly on a on a cassette and a and a Walkman or Discman, or you just Walkman. go you go to see the Pokemon movie in theaters. Uh, and you get a Pokeball point? with no. a golden card in it. Yes, yes. Well, a Mew card. Yeah, that, I did that. That happened. I don't I think I got a Pokeball. I did that too. I think it was just I, came I, in a little plastic wrapper. I, 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 I got a Pokeball. Pokeball. Yeah. yeah. It may have. You, I may you be got afraid. ripped off. I don't remember a Pokeball. <laughs> I do have photographic memory of pulling that Mew card out of the foil and like losing my mind over it, though. That, that, that but I mine, remember. mine was. I'm not talking about like a regular. There, there was the regular Pokemon card, but there was also like a. Maybe this was a Burger King thing. It was a, just like, I don't know, like half a centimeter thick, thick yeah. like gold card. In oh a yeah, Pokeball. I, I, I think that was a different thing. I remember. Okay, that too. maybe that was the Burger King that. thing or something. Burger yeah, King did something uh, recently that was notable. I can't remember what it was though. Uh, it revealed the PS5 UI. <laughs> they also did that. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> they didn't reveal the UI, but they did that. Uh, people thought they were going to, which is real fucking silly. It's obvious they were just going to do a giveaway, but oh well. I could have get a fucking PS5. God damn it. I thought you were going to say, I wish I could have revealed <laughs> the PS5 US UI. I, I, hey, at then Burger that King? means I might have had a PS5 or just an MP4 at least, of the at UI. Least I don't briefly. know. Uh, yeah, that that would be even more infuriating if I had one that had to send it back and still couldn't get one. That would be. Hey, hey, mm. hey Pat, what yeah. is the fast food plant based burger of choice these days? Well, there's only really one fast food one, and that's the Impossible Whopper. Okay, there's no like Beyond Burger, Beyond uh, McDouble. What's the Whopper? Not yet. Uh, They're supposedly gonna. It was a very Mac. funny. It was a funny. They're doing a Beyond Burger mid Big Mac, and it was funny because McDonald's earlier this year, like a few months ago, even announced um, that they were going to have next year. Going to, I think it's next year. Going to have a plant based burger, mm-hmm. and stock for Beyond Meats tanked because people assumed <laughs> that it wasn't going to be by Beyond Meats, and like, and then they announced like mm-hmm. Beyond came out and was like, no, 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 we're doing the burger, and then their stock skyrocketed. That's hilarious. <laughs> Investors um, are fucking stupid. Yes, it's it, yeah. the stock market is funny money. It's not like it's it's ridiculous, but yeah, it, it is. Uh, also, A and W in Canada has a Beyond Meat burger. I don't know. That's cool. They might have one here. Do. 
Uh, no, there is an A and W near me, and I, I don't think they do have that. Have they have really good fries, though. Uh, I don't. I don't know why, but I do fuck with A and don't know why. I don't, know why. I don't even like root beer. Yeah, I like root beer. Um, and uh, well, I like their fries. I like root beer, but A and W root beer is actually not my go-to. Uh, Are you a mug man? Likes this is uh, if like, I'm gonna not not your dad's root beer. So if I'm gonna have, drink just dad's root beer, dad's root beer is that what it is? I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's the I don't, dad's I don't root drink beer. It. That, yeah, I have had that. It's fine. I would prefer not. Uh, I would like to get my alcohol through other means. Um, I would rather just take straight liquor and put it in things. root beer. Uh, sure. Um, no, I'm a bit of. I guess I'm a bit of a root beer snob and that's because if I'm going to drink a diet soda, it's not going to be root beer. Um, and, uh, like, so if I'm going to drink root beer, it's going to be sugary. And if I'm going to consume that much sugar, it better be for like a really fancy, like special kind of, of soda, you know? So yeah, that said sometimes like a, like a Mountain Dew, <laughs> like a Baja blast. No, no, like a, like a handcrafted, like a craft soda. Um, it's just like when I drink, didn't you have a Mountain Dew just like yesterday? Uh, that's a different thing. That's an energy drink. Energy drinks, different world. Okay. Um, also the only reason that I drink, the only reason that I will drink those game fuel things is (laughs) I learned that they're actually like, they have way less sugar than soda because they're like, half diet half not so they're actually only like 20 grams of sugar for a full can like a tall boy can or whatever they are 20 grams uh, of sugar 50 50 grams of taurine uh no but uh i'm sh- again energy drinks have less caffeine than coffee in them it's it's Fair. they're very <laughs> game fuel by volume has way less a whole can of it is like a cup of coffee so it's whatever the worst thing in the game, game fuel is it has high fructose corn syrup in it, which is, but it has way what less of that than days. Yeah. And it has way less of that than a, like a regular Coke or a regular Mountain Dew. Apparently it also has a buck wild way to get your, your XP codes from the picture you were sending. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. You have to like crack open a tab that is plastic and then. Uh, and then slide a like slide back that like unlocks the slide to slide a slide back so you can drink it. But to get the code, you have to look under the cracked tab. So you have to slide it back. It's it's a, design, <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's terrible. They on the side of the can they have like a cheeky like <laughs> it's called a tutorial for how to open it. It's, oh no! The only thing about it is I like energy drinks. I understand they taste like cough syrup to most people. I get it. I don't, th- I, you're valid, but I like the way they taste. Uh, you and like cough syrup, I guess. Uh, I don't drink cough syrup, but uh, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess, but, uh, um, then also it has those, those sweet call of duty XP codes on it. So if I'm going to drink an energy drink anyway, I may as well get some extra experience points. <laughs> Words to live by. Well, uh that's uh that's your soda chat for the week uh good night everybody thanks for joining us we'll be back next week with more talks about snack foods
Yeah. Yep. No, you have to uh, start the outro music there. Yeah. And then yeah, just you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Keep it going uh, through the rest of the episode. Yep. Just on loop. Uh, Alex, <laughs> what, hey. what are you? What have you been up to? You still not playing games? No, I've actually been. I played two games this week. I know Ooh. you can't tell because on our document I wrote stuff and things and other junk, but um, I uh, I didn't put too many hours in, uh, but. I put like an hour into a little game called Bug Snacks. Kind of uh, bug. Well, what is this game? Oh, yeah, I played that this week. Yeah. So, Pat, you you probably you are you finished it, right? Correct. Yes. So, yeah, I'm only like an hour in, um, and it seems delightful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would say you're. There's a good chance you're going to hit a point in the next hour or two. Where you're like, I don't know that I like playing this game. Um, I would say push through that if you can, because I think you'll really like the the narrative and the the themes of the characters and stuff. Um, yeah, that's they, fair. Yeah, I would say the UI has been annoying so mm-hmm. far. Where it's like, uh, if you miss a tooltip, it it only shows up for like a quarter of a second it seems like and then it just disappears and it's like wait what was that like i couldn't figure out how to get the the um like the path tracing on the ground again like when like or like oh, how you like yeah. you know how it starts you with by taking a picture of a strawby and uh, by yeah. taking a picture, it draws the path. I couldn't remember how to take a picture again, and I couldn't find it in the key mapping either. Oh, I was like, no. How do, how do I take a picture? I don't remember. <laughs> Are you playing it on PC? I'm playing on PC with a DualShock. Oh, okay. It felt fairly intuitive for a lot of that stuff on PS5, but it's also not great at tutorializing that stuff early on. Um, so I can see that for sure. Yeah, but it was stuff like that. And then it was like, when you catch the, I think it's the second strawby, and then there's the one that flies around and steals your trap. Yeah, It's like, oh, get your trap back by pushing this and then pushing that. And I missed that. And I was like, what What was the combo? I can't figure this out just by looking at it. All right, I'm just going to have to reload the save and get that tooltip again. <laughs> yeah, there was, I did have, I think, two instances where I had to hit reload save because something... um because of similar things that I didn't miss tooltips, but there were a couple times where I basically like missed a window on something. Oh, sure. And I was like, it was like, not that the game broke. It was just that I performed actions in an order that the game did not expect me to. And so everything worked the way it was supposed to, but I locked myself out of completing something. Right. <laughs> um, Thankfully, this that saves like every time you load a new area, and all that stuff yeah. resets when you go from area to area, so it's safe. It's not like you're gonna get a like game breaking <laughs> progress showstopper, but uh, totally, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, like that's probably the only really negative things about it so far has just been UI based stuff, and probably I mean, my own idiocy and not paying attention to stuff. But yeah, no, yeah, like the 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 like I think you mentioned it also that the voice acting is surprisingly oh yes, surprisingly excellent. Yes, it's fantastic throughout. Each character is super unique and flavorful. There's 12 total characters that like have significant lines, which is a lot for a game this size. Um, Because it's a pretty short game. I think I finished it in like nine hours, maybe. Probably a little less. 
it was like two evenings of earnest play. Um, sure. And, uh, and, and it felt like perfect amount of time. Um, granted I was playing it from the PS plus, so I didn't buy it, but still, I think even if I had paid, you know, 20, 25 bucks for it, I still would have felt really satisfied with the amount of time that I got with it. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, the writing is really, really good. Um, and I think the thing that is, that I struggled with that I, the reason I said earlier, you might get frustrated and want to push through is, um, there's a, you start off, uh, with like, a couple of basic tools um you get like the the trap and the slingshot early yep and um those are fine to use and then um you start getting asked to catch things to progress but it's like kind of challenging and until you get all the tools it you it feels like you have to like push on the systems in ways that don't feel like they're intended kind of to progress and get those tools. Once you have all the tools, the whole world feels really like, okay, now I can go anywhere, do anything. It's fine. But yeah, that kind of process of getting your, your tool set and they, they give you all the tools relatively quickly. Um, Like by the halfway point, you have everything, but there's a couple of points uh, and it's not constant that it's frustrating. There's a couple of points where I was really frustrated cause I couldn't get the tools that I had to do a thing. And it felt like I was missing a piece of the puzzle, but I still, there was no way to get that puzzle piece without completing the puzzle without it kind of thing. Um, sure. Which is doable, but just requires more precision than I think that games controls and systems really provide. So I don't know. There was a couple points of friction like that for me that I didn't think were positive, but overall I came away really positive on the game. Um, yeah. Uh, notable review writer of Spider-Man Miles Morales on fix.space SGCH in the chat says the quote, the thing about bugs next for me is that the writing is good, but the gameplay is quote, uh, so frustrating. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been frustrated by the gameplay yet. Uh, it sounds like but, someone needs to get good. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's so frustrating. Bug snacks. I think there's points of frustration for sure. I think it requires some patience. I'm not picking on Sam here, but I think it requires <laughs> some. I think it requires like that game is a puzzle game. It's it's a puzzle adventure yeah. game. It, it's it's not an action game. It's not a. But there's moments where you have to do things quickly too. So I think it's, it's fair to it's say that a timing based puzzle game. In a matter yeah, of speaking, it's, yeah. Yeah, totally. I think there's there's time like it's very satisfying too when you come up with a solution and it works, I think. Um but there are moments of frustration for sure. Like I without spoiling anything, there's a point at which I had to essentially guide a snack in like a course using right. some using a tool set that I the like tools you get later. Mm. To get to the course, you have to go underground there was an aggressive bug snack that happened to be kind of chasing me around the area and I didn't realize, Mm -hmm. and it ended up underground with me and there's no death or anything in this game. You can't, you can't fail. There's no fail state, but now I was trying to like deal with maneuvering, like getting this bug snack who was afraid of me. So I couldn't get close to it to move through this course with an aggressive one, constantly bashing me into the wall. (laughs) And like, that was frustrating. Yeah. Um, I could have reloaded my save, but then I would have been, just far enough back that it was easier to just 
lead the aggressive snack as far away underground as I could. And then I'd have time to get this, this timid snack a little further along the course. But there certainly are moments like that that are frustrating. So I, I wouldn't argue. I would say for me, those moments of frustration didn't outweigh the fun I had solving the puzzles and certainly didn't outweigh how good the writing and narrative was. But I think it's narrative themes are going to connect with you or they're not going to connect with you. I don't Mm. think it's like um, necessarily as universal as some stuff. Um, Sure. Like, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. And Sam has followed up in the chat by saying, I think trying something four times and not knowing if it didn't work because you were timing it badly or that it didn't work. Like even if you time it perfectly was an issue for him. So like mm. I can get that too. Like if it's yeah. not giving you feedback for the things you are doing or totally. Yeah. Like, what were the things you're doing or not doing? Yeah. It sounds like kind of like that kind of ties into the like tutorial or like tooltip stuff where like you miss a thing and then it just never comes back up. Yeah. Whereas like, totally. <laughs> which is interesting because so many games these days just over tutorialize or constantly give you the tooltip like, Hey, you can do this. And like, yeah, I know I've been playing yeah. this game for like 30 hours. You don't need to tell me every time. Even after you turn off the tutorial tips in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it still gives you certain ones. <laughs> <laughs> so yes <laughs> i mean you know that game i could probably use it but uh because there's so much going on but like yeah there's so many games just constantly are giving you tool tips and then to have a smaller game like this not do that and then you miss something you're like what it's uh it's confusing like the only thing i would say is it'd be nice if there was like a log <laughs> mm-hmm. or yeah, even yeah. just something you could push um like just a, a guide, like maybe yeah. if you're on a dual dual shock or whatever, and you push the. Mm, right. uh, well, if you're playing the, on a PS5, pad. you could have hit the button, the no, activities the button, guide. and it would have showed you the I, video, and you could have been, oh, that's how. I, I will do say it. I'm generally not an activities button guy so far in the like whatever twenty hours I've spent playing PS5 games. Mm-hmm. However, the nice thing about Bug Snacks is at the end there's a point where it says like, hey, you're gonna do the final quest now. Make sure you do everything you want to do because yeah, you can't go return. back from here. Um, yeah. And I was like, well, shit, I might want to go back and platinum this game. I don't want to play the whole story again, but I also want to finish it tonight and I'm not going to go back to it mm. this week. So I just finished it and was like, whatever, it's fine. I'll never platinum this. But if you use the activities button to go back to like resume catch all bugs next activity, it takes you back to your save point right before that. Oh, return, which is really nice. That's interesting. Cool. So does, so does that mean it might have like, um, kind of like multiple saves under the hood that you can't yeah. directly access? Yep. Apparently. Huh. I mean, that's, that's, weird, that's, that's not cool. like atypical for those, like for games with like a point of no return. They just say, yes, okay, so you, you can sure. pick up right from, it's this also point. possible. It's also possible that if I were to launch the game and just go to that save, it would drop me at that point, yeah. of, like right before the point. Of yeah. I don't know. It That's does not true. do the thing that other games do where after the credits, it drops you back there. It puts you at the menu after the credits. Mm-hmm. But because of the way that that game ends, it wouldn't make sense for them to just be like, and now you're walking around not to spoil mm-hmm. anything, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't, you don't put you back in at like, you know, post game, you put it in before the point of no return. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Anyways, yeah, I'm not far cool. enough in. Yeah, I'm not far enough in to have any strong opinions about it other than UI stuff has kind of sucked, but whatever. That's neither here. As we there. kind of think about the end of the year and lists and stuff, it's the kind of game that I don't know if it'll make my top 10. I'm not like, "Oh my god, this is 
this is the game of the year, but it's the kind of <laughs> game that I could totally see. Like, I know Allison really liked it. So I could totally see together kind of talking about like, Oh yeah, we, we yeah. like this a lot as a group. And I think, um, I was talking to, uh, our friend of the show, Jeff Davis about it. I think they need to play that game because mm-hmm. the themes that it deals with are very, um, if you have interest in, um, very simple, basic philosophy concepts and um, mental health and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. relationships. It's a game that looks at those things and community building too. It's a game that looks at those, at those things in, through a lens that I have not really seen much in games before. So I think right. that stuff is cool. Yeah. Uh, and one last thing from Sam in the chat saying when you beat the game, you can talk to Philbo and he teleports you back to before the point of no return. So that is a thing. <laughs> well, that is off chasing. Go. I thought Sorry, that was off no, chasing the dog. I was but... adjusting my thermostat because it was aggressively cold when I woke up and now I'm getting <laughs> roasted. It's been a morning here. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, no, speaking of um, games being played for the sake of uh, game of the year season, I have another one uh, that I'm about, uh, let's say an hour, maybe two into. I haven't been tracking um, times, but that is Paper Mario and Origami yeah. King. So it's fine so far. I don't know. It, it's, I don't know if I feel super strongly about it yet. Um, I, there's parts about it that I'm enjoying that I think are, mm-hmm. they're cute. Like you're kind of going around, you're collecting all the, the shit by breaking shit, which is always a fun mechanic. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, the story is fine. The characters are fine. The combat system I think is Okay. So that's better than some people have said about it. So it just, I, I, it just gets tedious. Like the longer you play, that's exactly what I'm worrying about is that it's like, Oh, once you start running into just kind of small battles with nothing mm-hmm. characters and having to go through kind of the puzzle yeah. puzzle combat for the sake of that sounds like it could be a little bit tedious. It seems like that game should have had more curated, like, you know, there's 25 battles in this game. That's it. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, like it, cause it sounds like whether, I mean, not that it'll necessarily connect with you, but it sounds like that it has connected with a lot of people from a narrative perspective. Yeah. It does some really interesting you. things narratively. And I would like to see that stuff. And I don't know, maybe I'll end up watching a playthrough or something. Um, it's not like Nintendo is going to miss my 60 bucks and crash into the earth because of it. Uh, but what if they so, did? You're solely um, taking away from Miyamoto's retirement fund. <laughs> uh, but but maybe I'll watch a playthrough of it because um, the narrative stuff sounds great. I don't think I want to do the battle stuff. But some of the puzzle stuff that's like not the battle specifically sound really cool. So I, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, it seems like some of the boss battles, um, like beyond the first one, are interesting. Yeah, yeah, like. I would say the first one which I just got around to is like or got past was it was okay. It was fine. I, I probably had seen it enough times to know what was going on to not be super wowed by it. Um but yeah, I'm interested to see if they can mess around with it and or mess around with the formula, I guess, enough to the point where it gets interesting again. Or if it's just more, you know, layering stuff onto what's already there in a way that's just like, oh now it's the same thing but more it's it's a lot of the same thing but more yeah uh, at least from what i've seen it's uh it's it's the perfect kind of length as something that it might be able to squeeze in um 
because I have a bunch of vacation time coming up. So yeah, same. We'll see. Um, if I if I my two playlists right now, I want to start Valhalla, but after I finish Miles, I don't have anything that I feel like I must I must finish before mm-hmm. <laughs> game of the year. So we'll see. Yeah. Maybe I'll squeeze it in there. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm. I've, Putting it, I'm trying to put in enough time to see if I'm going to finish this. I don't know if I will. Uh, yeah. So I, that's kind of the point I'm at with Yakuza as well. It's like, yeah, I've made it to like the core part of that game where it's like, yeah, now I'm in the actual open world with the actual mm-hmm. parties and stuff like that. And I've started doing side content, but like I just haven't gone back to it yet. Mm-hmm. That game sounds, I trust andre's opinion on it i guess I, <laughs> and alice's I, I need too to get, but, i need to get back to it i want to play more uh, i want to hear your opinion after you get to this supposed difficulty spike yeah i've been hearing about that which sounds like I've, it sucks yeah that's the big mm-hmm. but i know i'm not going to get there anyway so i might just wait for the next gen the, the ps5 version before i play it even yeah. though i own it on ps5 now or ps4 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just that the saves don't transfer, which sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. I would have started it already if the saves transferred because I want to play it. I'm excited to play it, but I know yeah. I'm not going to finish that game before March. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get like 40 to 50 hours in before mm-hmm. March, and then I can't transfer yeah. that save. So I, I don't think like the improvements will be that like noticeable. I haven't looked at like the. No version comparisons but like i'm sure you know, if you can play the better version then you should play the better and better it'll version. bug me to launch the ps4 version when i know the ps5 version exists <laughs> even if that's irrational mm-hmm. no irrational it's makes uh anymore. different games yeah uh, they're making like a bioshock does irrational even exist anymore no i don't think so no. ken levine exists think, yeah. with a smaller studio they like right. they like didn't they didn't lay off narrative, everyone at Irrational. Legos. They like broke up Irrational and like dissolved it mm-hmm. into other 2K studios. I want to say, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's Paper Mario. That's I really don't mm-hmm. have that much to say about it. I'm not far enough in to have I, much like Bugs yeah. Next. I'm not. I don't have any strong opinions about it yet. I think I beat the second like stationary boss, and then I just haven't gone back to it since then. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I'm not there yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. 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 And then yeah. my my third thing, which is here as other junk, uh, is I finished an entire anime in a week, which was not a short anime. It was a two season one. Um, uh, so let's let's guess. Uh, let's see how many kilograms of dumbbells can you lift? <laughs> um, the rhythm heaven it, anime. <laughs> uh, is it a? Uh, oh god! Is it the arc anime? Oh, I wish. Oh, we'll talk we'll about get, that we'll later. Get, we'll get to that. Yeah. Is it the, um, I don't know, uh, Pat, what, what anime did Alex watch? It was Attack on Titan season four. I actually watched the first episode of that. That was really good, but that's not the one I watched because you can't watch that in its entirety yet. Oh, I didn't realize it wasn't. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize it was simulcasting, but I guess that makes what? sense. Everything's simulcast now. The Animatrix. <laughs> that's a, that. Now we're talking. I've never that's watched That's the cyberpunk that. I want. Oh, you but gotta, you gotta watch I've, the Animatrix. I've, I've never watched it either. Oh my god, I've played, I've played Path of Neo, which was right around the same time. The, but oh, the Animatrix is way better than any Matrix video game, except maybe Matrix Online, because Matrix Online was fucking rad. weird. But the Animatrix rules. Yes, <laughs> you yeah. should yeah. absolutely it, it, watch the Animatrix. 
It was not the animatrix. Um, it was a show that's been recommended to me by like several people, but I had just never really taken the time. And then one person was, came up to me and said very specifically like, Hey, you should watch this. And I was like, okay, I trust your opinions. So I'm going to watch like the first couple episodes and see how it sticks. And, uh, it turns out after those first couple episodes, I was pretty into it. So I watched the entire damn thing by, you know, watching an episode before work and then watching like five or six episodes after work while doing other things. And then that turned into watching the entire series. Uh, and that is assassination classroom. If oh, I've, I've heard of it, you know, know it is uh, somewhat popular with my students. I was going to joke that I bet that it has to do with like pretty disturbing violence perpetrated by or against children. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, you mean, should watch this. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm uh, not calling you. I'm not, I'm not trying there, to say anything there, about isn't, you in person. But isn't on. one of the characters just like a giant, like basically smiley face. Yes. Like with like tentacle legs or arms or whatever. Kind of. Yes. Um, okay, yeah. he's so that is the teacher and he is essentially mm-hmm. like a giant octopus creature. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're talking. So let, let's just okay. Enough hint, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> they make jokes about that quite that's a bit. That's not. That's not um, why I'm. That's not why I said now we're talking. Just to publicly get that out there. So I just like squid and octopus monsters. Not for that, weird you do. sex reasons. You do. We know you do. It's true. You really liked Oberdin, but I'll say like right off the bat, it does have its weak parts or weird sex reason. That's why you no. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yeah I'll, I'll get back to the weak parts of the show but like the concept is like it's so absurd that you just kind of have to appreciate it and like okay so like if you have no context for it it follows a class of high school students who are like all in the like the worst of the worst class like the very bottom rung of their their prep school the opposite of Rumpa. exactly <laughs> and like they all do actually have it it's it shares a lot of commonalities with Danganronpa in the end but um so yeah they get a new teacher and like they're immediately told that their goal is to murder this teacher by the end of like the year like they have until next March to to murder this teacher and Mm -hmm. yeah the teacher is that giant octopus smiley face thing (laughs) so the thing about the teacher is that it can well he he can move at Mach 20 and he's also (laughs) extremely intelligent so, like, it, it does turn into the Danganronpa, like, very extravagant murder plots. So, like, they have to come up with okay. crazy plots for how to, how to destroy okay, this, this, this creature. This sounds very good. It is. So, he's, a, like, he's an SCP. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't get into his origin story. They, they go into it. But, well, like, that's cool. Um, like, it has, I would say it's, like, in the first season, it's, like, 60 to 70% like comedy 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 action combo uh but it does my favorite thing i think i've talked about hina matsuri which is like the comedy show where it's like that's a 90 percent comedy show but then when it goes into its 10 percent of serious it's like holy shit this is really intense and like an actual tearjerker that's teaching you like for real these life lessons and this has that um hina matsuri being the one i think i brought up with yakuza because it has the episode that heavily mm. focuses on homeless people and homelessness. Mm. Uh, and this is kind of similar in a lot of ways uh, where it has just really great moments of earnestness. And from the very first episode, 
Like it has zero, zero filler at all. Like everything is there for a reason. Uh, every scene matters to the ending, like, and everything ties together at the very end. Like it's one of the few shows that like it doesn't ever need a follow-up movie or a season. Cause it, it is very self-contained. It tells its story mm-hmm. and it, you don't need anything else. It, so it's really good. But all you need is assassination classroom. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a shonen jump anime. So mm-hmm. like, like it's, it's basically a battle anime, but it also, it's a battle anime that respects your time. Like things like, let's mm-hmm. say dragon ball, a battle that would take three to five episodes. It's, it starts and it finishes within like 10 minutes in this show. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where it's like, you could slow down if you wanted to show like, you're doing great, it, but like it, it's, it's like a one punch man thing where it's just like, yep, but we know what you're here for. We're going to, we're going to get to it and we're going to, we're, we're going to get through it. Sure. But it's significantly better than one punch man. I would say. Yeah. 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 But, but like that, that thing does the like, okay, we've got a fight and like part of his gimmick is he just one punch, but like, you yeah. know, they get through things. They don't do a ton of build up. Totally. But yeah, no, the, but like I said, it has some issues. The it only really has one issue to me, and it it has the food wars problem. If you've ever seen food wars, where you kind of have to get past some of the ultra horniness, like mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm welcome just gonna, to anime. <laughs> but like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't want to watch this in public because it's just going to focus on boobs for the next like thirty well, hey, seconds Alex, straight. You had what? me, then you lost me. You can't go out in public. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you going to watch anime in public? No, it's true. But like, Am were Jack. were that <laughs> were that the case, I would not want to watch it in public because of that. But like, it's it doesn't happen that frequently, and like, it was kind of annoying here and there, but it never ruined it for me because mm-hmm. the the stuff that's great is like super exceptional in it. I so, think uh, I think that's totally fair. I also like, I'm so tired of like. You just have to get past the horniness. It just as like, but I don't really want to. I would like for something to just not be horny, please. Just once. It, I, Cyberpunk well, I mean, is not the game for you. Yeah. I mean, it's so sure. Like the horniness is like different kind of horniness. They, it's not with the kids. Like so, that's fine. that's good at least. Like it's not sexualizing children in any way, uh, and it even has like some like arguably trans character like it's 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 um, it's more nuanced than that it's like um someone struggling with their gender identity basically like it has a very nuanced look at that so like the kids are actually given a lot of agency and that kind of stuff and they're not sexualized but like the the horniness comes from this character who's like a professional assassin who is a very sexy lady and she's used her sexiness to like uh like you know, with like high t- high class targets, has tried to like or feminine wiles. That's a little yeah, more. Exactly. That's a little so less. It um, it, it explores that. Yeah, yeah so it, it it explores that. It's not it's not so much just like oh we want to bone everything, which that's is uh, kind of why I can deal with oh we want to bone everything like the cyberpunk brand of horniness of there's dicks and and boobies everywhere is not so much the problem for me. It's more the <laughs> when I heard classroom of children trying to assassinate the teacher and horny, my assumption is, ah, yes, there are the, there's the four different brands of, uh, of, 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 of young women that anime lads are horny for in this class. So hearing that it's not, that is a little better. Yeah. 
So yeah, I don't know. If you like things like Danganronpa, I would say you would probably like this because it gets ridiculous and it has heart. Uh, it also has some Higurashi stuff to it that like I can't really get into without spoiling both of those series. So it's cool. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I might give it a look. Yeah, it's one maybe once I finish one piece i just hit like i'm past chapter <laughs> oh 900 God. today <laughs> as of today almost one year later i'm i'm almost there that's i'm almost there 100 more issues so I'm, like, you're watching up. on average like over two no, episodes no i'm reading i'm reading oh he's I'm reading, reading. okay yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, that's is, right that's right i forgot very, you're right. like that's five right. minutes five yes, minutes yes, chapter. yes 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 no i get that uh, i did that with I could watch it because it's on Netflix. I could use it to like practice some Japanese, you know, listening practice. But uh, speaking of filler, uh, it actually One Piece has very little filler. It just has a lot of. It just has a lot. You know, it's just uh, yeah. There's a lot of it. Like they got to a point where there's like, and every chapter is one episode. God. Uh, Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, maybe I'll read it after that because it's on the Shonen Jump app. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm assuming that Assassination Classroom is on uh, Funimation and or Crunchyroll. It cool. It's Funimation, well, which will soon be part of Crunchyroll. Right, exactly. That's, or w- yeah. whatever way that direction, whatever direction that goes. I will say the Funimation site sucks huge ass. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's, <laughs> it's awful. It's awful to even find things. Like, you can't yeah. even tell, like, I appre- sometimes I struggle with Crunchyroll because I'm like, do you actually have this? Are you selling me DVDs? What are we doing here? But I yep. accept that it's because they have a wide range of like different products yeah, that they're trying they to fit have, into a unified they also have UI. A so store, like yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and so I get that they're trying to like surface everything, and it makes it a little harder. But man, the Funimation app is doo doo. Oh, it's extreme doo doo. Hey, hey, Crunchyroll, sponsor this podcast. Hell yeah, yeah. Crunchyroll's fine. I don't know. It's anime. It's, yeah. Anyways, anime, it's unlimited so. anime. No, nope. I mean you pay for it, so <laughs> the limit is and, your bank account. For and for I it. guess, I guess technically there is a finite amount of anime in the world, but <laughs> but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Infinite monkeys with I'm infinite not trying typewriters to, I'm not trying to, could <laughs> make infinite animes. I'm not trying to cut an ad for Crunchyroll here. <laughs> I'm just saying Crunchyroll has better is a better user experience than Funimation. <laughs> yeah, by far. You heard it here for, first. Uh, all right. Well, here, here last either. I'm sure. (laughs) Well, next up, Pat. Yeah. Plan. What do you, what are you enjoying? Um, What are you, what are you doing? So, uh, a touch real quick on miles. I put, I'm like, I think I'm around 20% of the way through that game. Now I started it over last night because I hadn't played it for a while. Mm. Um, I'm playing it on that new, um, performance RT mode, which is like, the ray traced but still 60 mode um it's cool it doesn't always run at 60 frankly it does dip into third mm-hmm. like the 30s for sure but it's not frequent enough that it's jarring and it stays mm-hmm. stable at it'll like drip dip down stay stable there and then go back up um and it's still worth it because that game still looks remarkably good i think the character models are it, it's hard in a year that had character models, no matter my feelings about something like The Last of Us 2. Hard in a year mm-hmm. where last gen, the big capstone game last gen had character models like that. And then to compare anything to that now is like, 
rough. There are also different kinds of games. Absolutely. Like open world totally. Versus, yeah. Yeah. Um, more just like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, it's, it's the best looking game ever. No, but from a, from a, uh, environment perspective, it's, it's very, very impressive. Um, the world looks amazing. The, the, uh, reflections look really good on um, the mm-hmm. buildings and stuff. Um, the lighting is awesome. Uh, so it, it's, it feels, and then at 60 frames per second, it just feels super good to play. Sorry, I'm looking over there cause my dog might, might bark at some point. <laughs> She's having a bit of, a uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean at 60 frames a second, it's, uh, really, really fun to play. The combat feels a lot better and, um, hang on. Oh no, the dog is going insane. Oh, that's to, okay. To cover, dog action. To, to cover for Pat in speaking about character models and stuff, it feels like we finally reached a point where we're, we've caught up to LA noir in a, in a manner of speaking. Like, yeah. Not I mean, I would people say that mostly the, look good. The character yeah, models and miles good. look better than the ones in LA noir for sure. Yeah. Uh, doubt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, the generally I, my feelings on that game are pretty positive. Um, the wow, big LA noir fans here. Yeah. I like Ellen Noir quite a bit, actually. I don't mind Ellen Noir, it. but uh, but uh, you should play it. I think you would. I think you would enjoy. I think you would like the experience of playing it. There's. I don't know if Andre would. It's basically a big adventure game. Oh, I don't know. I think. I think you would think it's. Good. I, I. 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 Maybe at the time I would have. Now I would probably just find it tedious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. It moves. That game moves though. It's. It's not a, I don't think it's particularly, t- anyway, <laughs> anyways, what <laughs> the point <laughs> miles Morales, um, Spider-Man still feels real good to play. The swing still feels real good to do. Uh, the combat feels better at 60 frames a second. Um, and, and more fluid. And that kind of satisfied my issue of like it feeling very much the same as the previous gen, like playing it at that frame rate actually does make it feel more like you're playing as Spider-Man, I guess. Are, are, are you playing on a 1080p TV or 4K TV? 4K. Okay. Uh, and it, I don't believe in performance RT mode that it runs in native 4K. I think it's doing some upscaling. Upscaling, yeah. Um, but it's not really noticeable. Like, the difference when you flip between the two is pretty hard to catch in, like, just play. If you take screenshots, you can see some differences but it's pretty negligible it's it's really impressive what they're able to do with that performance rt mode um i would say for like the game the 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 graphics mode aside um the comment in that game feels a lot better it is so bad how spongy the enemies are which is a problem in the last game and it's like the same here i'm playing it on like one difficulty down from the top and that's the one I believe it. That's the one it recommends. Like it's, it defaults to. And the, one of the ways that they increase the difficulty in that game is by giving the enemies more health. And I think that oh, sucks. Yeah. Assassin's Creed does this too. I don't think that's, or I'm sorry. No, Assassin's Creed doesn't do that. It, they just make you take more damage from enemies. Kind so of punishes like, you more. more, like, more yes. Uncharted. What I want is to be required to be more precise and be punished more when I make a mistake. But the fact that it takes, you have to punch people 12 times. I counted 
basic grunt enemies. You have to punch them 12 times. And the problem is when you punch them four times and finish a combo, it knocks them away. And so like, then you have to run after them and punch them four more times and then run after them and punch them four more times. That's why so, you got to get the web blossom. Well, and this game has, <laughs> you, this game has the venom system, which is like the venom, sorry, system, uh, which venom. is, yeah, uh, it's one of <laughs> miles Yoshi powers. Also, sorry, my dog and cat are just like ripping around the apartment behind me. So, uh, <laughs> um, the, the venom powers, uh, are like different. You hold down L1 and push different combinations of face buttons and it does different powers. Um, the suit powers, I want to say still exist as well. So, um, this is like a new system, not a replacement. Mm. Um, but there's things like there's certain enemies that they will block you uh, with like their big power fists unless you venom punch them. But you have to have yeah, basically like that yeah. But you have to have venom built up by dodging or attacking in order to use your venom punch. So sometimes you're just standing there like, okay, try to punch mm-hmm. me so I can dodge you. So that way mm-hmm. I can get my thing up to punch you yeah. with venom and block that your guard. Famous down. thing Spider Man has to do. <laughs> So I think like noted, to a degree, sorry. I was just going to yeah. say no, noted reviewer of Miles Morales SGCH in the chat says, Pat, you got to be juggling. Yeah. I mean, so that's the thing, right? There are systems like the air juggles. There's the air kicks. There's a lot of like stuff you can do to, you have a fairly large toolkit, but I feel like it's almost too broad in a sense um Mm. i don't know i i'm not saying it's bad it's just there have been times when i've been doing fights and i'm like we're still fighting because like i've punched all of you like 10 times but i guess i didn't punch all of you 12 times and i have to run around and punch each of you two more times and it's like tiring i guess that that one like that one-to-one maps to me in uncharted where i would play it at like hard maybe normal and like would just bump it down to easy because the combat got so tedious and the thing is i could bump the difficulty down but then it'll be easier than i want i don't i I still want it to be at this level of challenge but i want that to be conveyed through more punishing timing windows and taking more damage and they call it aggressiveness um i want that to be where the difficulty comes out i don't want them to become spongier enemies um so uh yeah i don't know um the Sam just <laughs> used the launchers of final movie. I understand that Sam really likes the combat in this game. I'm just saying I'm not crazy about the, co- the encounters. Yeah, <laughs> I think like if it's it, at the it point where like, it sounds like the combat systems are cool. It's just, yes, the enemies are not balanced in a way in a harder, mm-hmm. at the harder difficulties to make it fun. I think like to Sam's point, if the way, if it, if the answer is, Oh, you just have to hit punch three times, hold punch and then keep punching. And that's the answer to all the combat problems. I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah. I think that being one of your same thing over and over. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, but again, I'm not trying to rag too hard on the game because I think it's like the combat feels good. You know, Um, that kind of reminds me of like playing this game from an isometric perspective where you just kind of go click, 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 click. Oh, cookie clicker. Oh, cookie. Yeah. Sorry. My mistake. I pronounced it wrong. I do really like, um, there's the, the, the 
for the most part, I really like the stuff they've introduced in how the open world works. You you can access like the different side activities even faster now because yeah. like there's a spider app now uh, that Miles has. <laughs> the PS5 activities app? app. It's called the Spider Friend app. Oh my god! Um, it's very Wait, funny. Is, so, so is it is it an app only that Miles and Peter can use? No. Like they, so it's oh. a this is yes. minor spoilers, but whatever. It's like the opening of the game. Um, right. Miles's friend uh, Genki, who uh, is you right. is you you know he's in. Uh, is he in? Into the he's in Saints Row. No, he, uh, he's no, he's not. He, he's 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 the he's the like guy in the van equivalent from the like Tom Holland. Okay. Spider-Man. He's his sure. best friend. He knows he's Spider-Man. Guy in the stuff. chair. Guy in the chair, please. Uh, yeah, sorry. Guy in the chair, not guy in the van. Guy in the van is a phasmophobia thing. <laughs> um, guy in the chair. Um, friendly neighborhood app. Okay. They he makes uh he makes an app for Miles bait like out of the tech that Peter puts in Miles Visor so that normal people can request Spider-Man's help on an app. Uh, and it's gotcha. funny. There's a lot of like they actually handle the like a lot of the peripheral stuff about the same way that Spider-Man the the original Insomniac Spider-Man handled like social media really well, the way that it had him like have a fake Twitter and stuff. Um this game does that well with this stuff. So and that's the thing that I think is the is the best thing. I think some of the writing is a little um it does the thing that comic books do and it is kind of hard to avoid where they need characters to convey background information to you. And it's not something they would ever talk about because they just know it, but right. they have to convey it to you. So it'll be like, you know, Hey, does, is your brother still working on that scholarship internship from such and such? Like I'm, I'm that's not an exact thing, but like, like is your brother still a project manager at this company? And it's like, yeah, the way that that's worded is is not great. And then some of the dialogue, I think, is delivered in a way that is kind of stilted. Like, and I don't know how much of that is the people that I have encountered that like live in New York and the way they talk, but like. There's a specific line of dialogue where Hey, Miles, I'm walking over here. No. There's a specific <laughs> line of dialogue that that really made me go like, oh, I don't know about that line read, where there's a one of Miles's friends is talking about how Miles has moved to Harlem from Brooklyn. And it's and Miles is like not adjusting super well. And she's like, Oh, you hate it. And he's like, No, I don't hate it. And she's like, You just need to find what does she say? Uh Something, something, and then you know, a barber shop, a place to shoot hoops. And the way yeah. she says it, I'm just, I was just like, do people tell each other, oh, you just need to find a barber shop and a place to shoot hoops, <laughs> then you'll adjust in this neighborhood. I don't know. There's and little they grab, a, they grab a slice of pizza, open the sewer, and then go cowabunga. <laughs> There's little lines like that that I think are either not delivered well or feel poorly written, um, and a little stilted. Sure. Uh, with that in mind, I think that for the most part, um, it's it, the story is good. The moment-to-moment writing of the the peripheral characters. I think Miles himself has written really well. I think Genki has written really well, and I think Peter's written really well. And those are the characters that, not that Peter's in it that much, but he calls Miles 
at times. Um, I think those are the characters that are written and performed super well. Like sometimes like Miles's mom, she's a politician. She's running for city council. She'll like, they'll be sitting at the dinner table one scene and she'll be like, I just think that Roxanne as a corporation has so much power here. We need someone who's going to stand up for them and fight for the members of this community. And it's right. like, okay. <laughs> uh, some, some of that stuff is not great, but I think that generally the story beats are really good. And the thing about the story that I'm impressed with so far is twice now I've gone. If you think I don't understand what's happening here, you must think I'm an idiot. Like about a story thing, about a thing that I assumed was going to be revealed later on. And actually, they just kind of come out and like, just get it over with and reveal it like earlier on. <laughs> As and they don't, they don't make you do the whole like, all right, I know who this character is already thing. They just go like, no, 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 we're just going to show you what what you're dealing with here. Um, and I think that's that's better narratively. So is, yeah, is, I'm enjoying is, it. Is that because it's such a short story? Like, com- comparative to Spider Man proper, like it's a, it's it's a side story essentially, right? Like an, an um. Yeah, I think so, but I think also this was a thing that the original Spider-Man did pretty well. Um like it it wasn't precious or like holy shit, you you don't like Doc Ock is in the original game, right? Yeah. Uh, and and you know Otto Octavius is Sony Sony doesn't want you to talk about that. Which is Sony's problem. <laughs> Insomniac themselves in that game do a good job of foreshadowing. They're clear mm-hmm. that you know who that is and everything. So like, I think, uh, I think that Miles handles that stuff really well with like less well-known, less obvious characters, but still I was like, I don't know who this, this villain is, but it's this person. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and yeah. then, not that I'm saying if you didn't pick up on that, that you're an idiot. That's not my point, but, but it's, it's, it doesn't... it's like people who watched uh, the dark Knight for the first time and didn't know who Harvey Dent was and didn't know what he would become. Like for them, mm-hmm. maybe it's a shock that he becomes two faced, but like, you know, and in this case, I think even without knowing the, the, the plot, it's pretty easy to see where certain elements are going. Sure. And rather than make you wait and then try to pull off some like twisty reveal two acts in, it just pretty quickly is like, okay, this is the person that you think it is. <laughs> it just um, kind of poop, poops it out. It's like, Hey, here, check is, it out. <laughs> and it's more interesting narratively because then it requires, you the player and miles to, to view these relationships in that context as they're happening, not in retrospect, which I think is makes for better storytelling in this case. Um, and and so that part of the story I'm really impressed with. And, uh, I'm interested to see where it goes since I know it's not going to lean on some kind of emotional reveal of certain things to an extent. It's kind of the thing I was saying about ass class where it's like, it respects your time. It's like, it's not going to go too crazy with it with, with minor exception. This game absolutely respects your time. The one thing I'll say, I've only done two of the crimes so far. Um, there's like side objectives that are just like ambient crimes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately they still have the system where to 100% them, you have to fulfill certain conditions as you're doing them. Mm-hmm. And if, and they're the kind of things where it's like, like, one of them is a weapons deal, which is just like the drug deal from the first game. And it's like six or seven people clustered together, all looking at each other. And one of the objectives to get the points from it is to t- do three stealth takedowns. 
And it's like, it's not fun because they're all standing like next to each other. So what I ended up doing sure. to do it is I, I took, did a stealth takedown initially to start the combat. And then I used miles camouflage and hit on the side of the building until they all stopped looking for me. And then I did it again. And then I hit again and then I did it again. And it was like, that wasn't fun. <laughs> it was just like a way to satisfy the condition. So sure. I think to some extent that's, that thing kind of still sucks, but yeah, generally my complaints probably are seeming more severe here than they actually are. I think it's a really good game. Um, and mm. I think I, I, I'm really, so Re- review on the site. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sam's review is really good. And, um, yeah. I, for the most part so far agree with it, even if I have some minor issues with the, the sponginess of enemies and some of the objectives. All right. What else have you been playing? So the other thing I dipped back into this week was I finally got around to playing the Umarangi Generation DLC, which is called Macro. Um, and going back to it made me, it kind of, the way that I kept thinking about it and the best way I can describe it is when you listen to an album and you're like, oh yeah, this is really good. I like this. And then you kind of put it on the shelf because you liked it, but it wasn't like a new favorite. And then sure. a year later you pop it in and you're like, holy shit, I did not appreciate this enough when I first listened to it. That's kind of what playing macro did for me with this game. Um, hmm. I liked the base game, but I found some of the movement elements and the, the sort of light platforming in it to be, to kind of uh, to be frustrating enough that it didn't, it wasn't like a five star. Oh my god, this is one of my games of the year. For some reason, going back to macro, uh, it really made me feel like that stuff is more because it's still present in macro. Made me mm-hmm. feel like that stuff is actually part of the experience in a way that I think is positive, even if it's initially frustrating in the moment in the same way that losing to a dark, a dark souls boss can be frustrating, you know, like it's trying, having to deal with the fact that you have physical limitations, given that you're playing as a admittedly able-bodied, but human, um, is really, (laughs) but, uh, it's really, um, I think makes the games like photography more feel more grounded because um, mm-hmm. you can't just like deploy a drone and take a picture from way up in the air. You have to like actually get the shot and <clears throat> that's uh, feels really cool The the DLC specifically adds some additional movement stuff. Like you get roller skates so you can sprint around, which is like massively improves the, it, it helps with the base game because then you can sprint around. One of the objectives is time-based in every level. Um, so it does kind of make it easier once you have the roller skates, but I'm glad that they just put them in anyway uh, because it, it, it like it's really satisfying and um, feels good to be able to just zip around a level if you want to. And then the level design in the level design of the base game is very good. The level design in the DLC is uh, quite spectacular. Um, the ways that they use environmental transmission transitions to convey narrative 
even though the game doesn't have any dialogue or anything. It's all the narrative is visual environmental storytelling. Um, and it's done well in the first game, but in the DLC, it's like really, 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 really good. Um, like really, really impactful. The first level is I was like, I had a moment that I actually like, it like kind of took my breath away um, because of how powerful the transition that happened in it mm-hmm. was. Um, and we're talking like, think like the Tony Hawk warehouse level when you crash through into the other part of the warehouse. It's like transcendent. That, not so much the emotional reaction to that more like mechanically the fact that you can like bust (laughs) when you go like oh there's a there's a whole other area of this level if i bust through this mechanically transcendent though yeah sure but there's in 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 this dlc in the first level there's a door you can go through and on the other side of it you're just like oh fuck um it's it's like the pokemon silver getting sure to Kanto and finding the entire region (laughs) a little different than that but but definitely it's a moment of like oh i didn't know i could go through here um and then the narrative that unfolds over the course of the dlc is really powerful i think um i think that that the base game has an incredible story um that i still don't if you've managed to avoid learning about it i would recommend continuing avoiding that because it's very cool even if it's spoiled it's still really good but it's very cool to see like the premise unfold in real time um but the the thing about the the base game is it has things to say about authoritarianism policing and like use of absolute power and it says those things really well i think in the context of you know january february march 2020 and before but because of what has happened this year it felt um like it didn't walk with the same gravity that you might expect given the murder of george floyd black lives matter protesting like it it very much felt um it was really good but but playing it was like playing it after all of that had occurred felt like it was clearly a piece of media that was developed before it. Not that it did anything wrong. This DLC is a response to those things um, mm. and is extremely emotionally engaging and powerful. And like the final level of the DLC is probably the coolest thing I've seen this year um, from a, oh, from cool. a um, sort of storytelling design perspective the way it changes the framing of the game um the things it does mechanically as you play through it uh it's um it is remarkable and i think if you are somebody who cares about like kind of like the artsy indie game it is it is a absolute must play um because it's it it it's definitely to me uh a, a thing that shines above like most of what I've played this year. I think it's tough. Cause like you can get into structural arguments about like, well, if the DLC is the thing that really puts it over the top, does that mean it should be game of the year? Because that's the DLC. It's not part of the game, but I think it integrates in the game so well that, uh, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense, uh, as a complete package. Now's the time to play it. If you haven't. Cool. All right. 
Well, speaking of packages, oh, <laughs> wow, it's here. The it's, complete package. What kind of? What uh, would you say? It's like large. I mean, it uh, default. default? <laughs> well, I was going to say massive. Uh, My massive game. Uh, it's I'm it it is big. Uh, Cyberpunk has finally come out. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, I've put what does Steam say? I've put about six point. Dang it, six point eight hours. Damn. You know, Damn. I was so close to finishing Assassin's Creed Odyssey at level sixty nine, mm. and it didn't. Ha- I was level sixty five, and I was like, wow. ugh, nah, that's on you. Yeah, I considered spending another like six hours with the game doing side shit to level up so that way I could finish it level 69. But uh, yeah, basically everything, not everything, but most the like main quests I've done, all the main quests I've done pretty much have been what they showed like at E3 like years yeah. ago, uh, which I 20 I've, years ago, yeah, uh, found interesting. So it's like the Dexter Deshaun stuff. Uh, I haven't met Keanu yet. Uh, oh, I thought I, he was there right at the start. Oh no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, uh, it's like a, it's. I don't know if it's end of the first act. They they increased his line count considerably, but he's not there from the start. Like, got it. Yeah, the title card is apparently nine hours in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, cool. I'm close. Uh, so yeah, I assume it's like an end of Act One yeah, type thing. Then probably. That's my understanding. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's I'm I'm playing uh, Lady V, uh, Miss V, as Dexter Deshawn calls her. Uh, but Pat, you chose you chose Man V. Yes, uh, Mr. V. Mr. V. Mr. Yeah. V. Mr. V. Let's get. Let's jump into the Mr. V machine. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to affiliate something as wholesome as Scooby Doo yeah, no, with, with no. Cyberpunk. Uh, I think it's, it's. I think it's important too. To I know we talked about it a lot, yeah. but I think it's still important to say. You know, this is a game that was the subject of much deserved criticism because mm-hmm. it has used uh, specifically transphobic um, mm-hmm. marketing, stuff, marketing, imaging. Um, our, our, I don't know. I actually think arguably just racist imagery and, 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 and tonally stuff in its marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Alex's piece about crunch is really, really, really good. And maybe we should change the language around the way we talk about this stuff. But, you know, colloquially it has been the subject of um, really awful, toxic crunch culture, mm-hmm. horrible management. Um, yep. Just about, there was the whole thing about how the game's not political like mm-hmm. this, this, <laughs> just this is the point of cyberpunk. Yes, everything prior to this game is, and also it's and not as of, it's an incredibly political game. So it's ridiculous I, well, to say it's not so political. I, I think, uh, and the like, sorry, yeah, Alex. but I wanted to cap that off by just saying okay. I think um, those things are really important, mm-hmm. um, and I think you should look at some of the criticism from. Oh, and then there's the whole seizures thing. That's what I was terrible, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. which is awful. Yeah. That at least there's a warning in there now at the start of the yes. game. But and still, I believe they um, have implemented a fix for it. Oh, that's good. Like oh, it was a big that. patch yesterday. So yeah, um, we'll talk that about that. Great news, if they got but that. But yeah, but good but luck. but I just think it's important to say that mm-hmm. it's if you are someone who I know a lot of people either personally or by following them that think that engaging with this game and talking about it at all mm-hmm. is um, 
a failure and I respect that point of view. And I think like everyone should go read Carolyn Pettit's yeah. review. Everyone should go read Kelly Callie's review mm-hmm. at GameSpot. Like there's a lot of reasons to not want to play this game and I'm supportive mm-hmm. of those. So uh, with that I said, think, I think not talking about it does like the discourse a disservice though, because this is an immensely popular game. Yeah. So I tend to agree uh, with yeah. you. I just respect that point of view. Oh yes. Yes. 100%. Uh, yeah. Like, like I am not going to say, Oh no, you have to talk about this game, but absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, though I yeah. have to say the, the, the fandom surrounding it has been just exhausting. It's oh, awful. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. I, I think yes. on, on Twitter, et cetera, I've described it as basically the Rick and Morty fandom, but for video mm-hmm. games at this point, and, and it's yeah. Oh a lot well, of- I mean, there's there's plenty of Rick and Morty fandom for video games. Like that is the video game fan. That that Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah, but yeah. but it is particularly bad with this game. Um, it, yeah. it yes, it, it is like the marketing and like people. A prime example of people working themselves up into a frenzy, thinking this is going to be the er game and like yeah. it's going to be perfect and anything is worth it and like. You know, I've I've spent you know seven hours with it, and I I'm not gonna say that like all the stories we got about like uh, the culture and stuff at CD Projekt Red around like creating this game like warranted it. Like it it's it's a game I am into like mechanically. Uh, it it's very much just an immersive sim, like a Dishonored or a Prey in a big sure. open world or a Deus Ex. But it's it's not like it doesn't feel like an especially groundbreaking one of those other sure. than like it's like its size and like scope and you know the technical feats are impressive. They've done some like you know I got this new 3070 and this is the first game where I feel like I'm really putting it through its paces. Yeah. Uh there are some like really impressive character modeling things. Like mm-hmm. this uh, lady I met has like a fur like trim on her coat, and I was like, "Wow, that like actually like looks like I can make out like individual like bits of fur." Is it is it tress and effects? It, uh, no, not I did not see a tress effects in the menu, Dang. but. Yeah, and like there are still like janky things or like you know like weird hair texture or whatever, but like that was like oh like she's got that and it's like interacting like fairly well with like things around her. There's not a ton of clipping, there's some, but you know stuff like that. Where I'm like okay, no, this does look pretty good, and the, like the neon colors and all that stuff is of course impressive. Sure, uh, with the ray tracing and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm I'm playing on hard. Yeah, I that's think. what I'm playing hard on as well. And, that's uh, kind of the one it default it recommends. It, it has like a, like a weird barcode yeah. under it. So I was like, this is <laughs> I think this is the one they want me to play. They're and trying played, to denote it as you should play this one. I think. Yeah, but like running around, like I don't even know where to start with this game because like there's a lot going on. Okay, but, you so know, it's question, it's an open question. world game. Question. You played a fuck ton of The Witcher Three, and I've got like uh, two hundred hours in The Witcher Three. Yeah, it seems like it's a beloved thing to you. Does it feel like it shares similar DNA, or does it feel like the feel of it is it completely different? I mean, I mean, this is like a first-person immersive sim thing. Uh, but like, but like where, the, actual, the act of playing it, does it feel similar, or like does it feel like it's the same studio, or does it feel like they've evolved and just made something totally different? like the. The 
there are very there are similarities in like oh I can walk up to this person and it's like oh talk and they're just gonna like spit out like a single line of dialogue which was like a lot of what was in The Witcher sure uh, driving around the world is terrible <laughs> um, <laughs> you know so you know there uh, the quests like the writing the side quests the characters are good um, so you know there are like this this feels like a CD Projekt Red game it just like it is not don't go in expecting the Witcher three in terms of like experience. It's a very different thing, but you're going to get, you're going to get the quests and the stories and stuff like that. The thing I don't, I won't spend too you much. You can also loot so much stuff. <laughs> I won't, I won't hog the mic for too long. Cause you played a lot more than me, but I think mm-hmm. the thing I have played through that opening Thing that they showed in E3 for E3 that first the, E3 demo uh, in the apartment the, the lady in the tub yeah um, okay. and it feels I have played through that and then gotten back to the apartment so very mm-hmm. early um, what I have played so far I have frankly really really enjoyed playing mm-hmm. um, but the thing is it feels like junk food in the sense that like I will be totally honest that like taking the lady out of the tub and then you have to like, holy shit, you got to pull her. You got to pull the chip and like, oh, fuck, she's flatlining. We got to get her some. We got to get her a hypo shit, shit, shit. Her platinum insurance comes up. The like the corporate insurance trauma team comes in and like is like put her on the ground the whole time. I was just like, holy fuck, this is so cool. Like this is so fucking rad. <laughs> I think um, because it was that E3 demo. Like I like I saw it and I was like, yeah, I know what happens here. No, so I know. It wasn't but, as but like impactful. Even playing through it. But the thing is also that I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's doing anything particularly deep so far from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff looks rad. It's like conceptually stuff that I think is really cool. But it's not like the thing about The Witcher Three is that even from the word go, even having played the first two Witcher games, the Witcher three feels um, like it takes some risks narratively, like in the intro. And I don't feel that that's the case with what I've seen so far of cyberpunk. It feels very much like a, um, this is going to look fucking rad and the writing is going to be good, but we're not actually trying to like push any storytelling boundaries here. This game um, also doesn't have Geralt in a tub. Yeah. If it so. was Geralt that you pull out of that ice bath. Pull now we're talking. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and, oh. and you know, he'd hang dong. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can hang dong in the character creator. Exactly. Um, I should have made Geralt. What was I thinking? I can you, maybe you can, I, don't know. I bet you can in dark souls or demon souls. Nah, that's you can make, you can make Kanye. People are making but, Kanye and demon souls. You can make a real good <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> There's probably boots that look like those easies. <laughs> anyway, I think um, from the very little bit that I played, it's like very much a style over substance thing here. Whereas I feel like The Witcher is almost substance over style in some yeah. ways. Yeah, uh, sure. uh, Like I, I, I need to play a lot more to see like what's going on with the story. Yeah. But like, kind of going back to like they oh this game isn't political it obviously has like so many like political like stories and things thrown in but like you know uh like little like excerpts from stories you're picking up or like news things and 
but all of it so far just feels like toothless and it's like yes exactly well who could say if this is bad like some of it like literally is just like this book uh aims to uh just look at it and not make any judgments on whether this is good or bad just explain it and yeah this game just feels like we're just going to present a lot of things to you and not we're and not we gonna don't make really, any statements yeah. ourselves we don't and, have any opinion on it we're just we just think it looks cool that's kind of like that's how this like trauma team stuff is right like the reason i think it's rad is because when i see like oh they have the platinum insurance which covers they'd say like it says like this will cover 90 percent and blah 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 <laughs> and to me i go yeah health insurance is fucked this is like a natural evolution of that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is rad because like I we're staring into a, a pit of despair in this city yeah. and there's something about that that is appealing to me. But mm-hmm. that's only because I have the context that I do. If you don't know anything about healthcare or health insurance and you see that it's like whatever the guys with the guns look cool. And, mm-hmm. and it's not like the game's not helping you along at all. Or like you said, it's not presenting any kind of opinion on this stuff. At least, at least so far. Yeah. Um, so I think in some ways it's like very political because everything about the genre that it's operating mm-hmm. in is a response to political and economic conditions. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. same time, it's not doing anything with those themes, which frankly to me, I think means that it should be criticized. But also it's because I'm coming at it from my perspective and I, I expected this all along as well. That's the other mm-hmm. thing that's interesting about the fandom and the general critical response to this game. This game is very much, in my opinion, tr- using its source material. Um, like if I saw some discourse around like the name Rocker Boy is stupid and it's like, well, yeah, but that's <laughs> what it's been called since. 1989 in this universe like this the the cyberpunk as a cyberpunk 2020 is corny as fuck it's like very much cheesy over the top action movie cyberpunk shit it is not neil stevenson (laughs) um it's not like the deep um nuanced look it's ready player one exactly yeah (laughs) um and i think pond smith knew what he was doing when he wrote it he wrote it to be pulpy And yeah. so that's part that's coming through a lot in this game. I think um, doesn't mean you can't be pulpy and say something deep, which mm-hmm. I think the original source material seems from what I've played so far, it does better from what I've heard. But a lot of that corniness and the like my massive cock stuff is like, that's the tone of the material. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that it's kind of like unsurprising to me, I guess. Uh and and it's in it that's why i'm still enjoying it so far i think yeah even though more if i were to write critis serious criticism about it <laughs> mm-hmm. it would call that shit out it's yeah it's it'll be i am interested to see where the story goes and where this narrative stuff goes but yeah. like because i can read so much and be like yeah no this is you're you're really hitting on like uh corporate you know how terrible like corporate stuff is and like the way it's just you know people like oh i'm in a only a 20-year obligation to this company and they don't make me augment my body with cybernetics and then this other company you need to do a 50-year obligation to like you know with them and stuff like that it's like yeah no this is where we're going but the the game doesn't so far hasn't like made any comments on that and also there's just like Every time I hit continue, there's like a weird like 
anti-Japanese kind of joke in there about whaling. Oh, that's it's just tough. it's just like they have. There's like a boat, like the what is it? The Arakasa Arasaka Corporation. Yeah, one, yeah, the, yeah, one yeah. of the major corporations has like a boat called the Kujira, which is which the game is happy to point out to you is means whale uh, and then they make a joke like oh they brought it to night city because whaling in japan like what okay okay weird what yeah yeah it was very strange and just like okay this is like yeah. i see so so, so, so pat I, I know andre has posted one of his but have you encountered just any amazing bugs just like things that are completely notable no i can't okay. say that i have um it there's it's been pretty like it's been fine for me so far um i'll say that i turned off in other games that i've played that have ray tracing i've turned it off seen a big performance like cold war call of duty cold war is a good example uh that defaulted to having ray tracing on and i turned it off and i got a huge performance bump and i didn't really notice that much of a difference mm-hmm. so i just left it off um in this game i turned ray tracing off and i was like Oh no, what do I need to do to get this back? Because <laughs> without ray tracing, everything looked really flat. Like it looked the comparison I would make in the area that I was in when I turned off ray tracing is some of the environment geometry reminded me of Jedi Outcast, which is an <laughs> old ass game. <laughs> when you turn ray tracing on, the like bloom and the reflections and the the way that the lights kind of glow sort of hid some of that very simple geometry. Um, but I was a little bit shocked how much better it, it, it like looks fine for a game from eight years ago if you turn it off, but like actually like a modern game if you turn it off. So I thought that was interesting, which is like almost 20 years ago. Yeah, no, I know. I I don't, I think that's probably a little bit extreme and this, it might have just been the specific spot I was standing, but yeah, but no, no real bugs. Just like. I was like, yep, I'm going to use DLSS and ray tracing to play this game. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's uh, a performance hog, like even with, a, you know, 3070 at 1440p, which is their recommended stuff. It's still like 60 FPS, maybe, if you're good. And I have to uh, see what driving around is like. Um, that's that's where I've seen the most yeah, like that's where I've heard it's the worst. Um, yeah. It's been fine at sixty for me through playing the tutorial and the E three thing and the opening mission where you do. I started as a nomad, um, mm-hmm. and the opening mission uh, as a nomad is you, you drive around in the desert at least quite a bit. The um, driving sucks. I didn't I have a problem it. with it, but oh, I, it's like in the city, it's fucking terrible sure i in the desert it was fine but like the the issue is like people don't respond to your car really like the like other cars will they'll be like oh hey like honk their horn or whatever but like pedestrians they don't give a fuck and then so you're like trying to like back out or like move your car or turn or something and then like you'll just like hit a pedestrian and they'll like tumble down and then the cops will be like, Hey, what are you doing? Get out of your car. And then you get in a, in a, like a shootout. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't want this. I didn't want to kill nobody. Uh, just because the car stuff is not super great. Yeah. The, There's the, no like racing or anything in here. Like it's, it's both mostly just drive around. There's fast travel. Too. Yeah. Uh, if you like unlock beacons and whatnot, but the last thought that I really have, and then if you want to just take have any mechanical thoughts, I haven't really played enough mm. to have a deep. Yeah, the skill trees are wild. 
I think they were cool there, when I opened there's, them. There's a there's a lot of stuff on yeah. there. There's not. I haven't like gone like okay, what do I want to do? Yeah, I need uh, to look through that like, stuff. I haven't looked but deep into the trees, but yeah, the real the, the real thing that I was like exact kind of expecting based on the way that they frame how there's choices at the beginning, but the way that game starts is not good. Like once you get to the E3 demo, that part from onward I've felt has been really cool so far, but mm-hmm. you pick a backstory and it's like that, three of them. Yeah. yeah, there's three. In the very beginning, I was like, oh cool. All right, I'm in the desert because I picked Nomad. And I'm talking to this cop and I'm telling him to fuck off. And like it's it that's like it's corny, but this is cool. This is what I was expecting. And then you meet Jackie and everything's cool up to that point. And then you have to do this cool, like we're going over the border stuff. Like th- there's cool stuff there. And then they're like in a garage and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to really make it in night city. Fuck yeah, man. And I was like, okay, so this is the part we're going to drive into night city. I'm going to like start to understand like where I'm going to be operating from at the beginning. And then it just plays a montage. That's like mm-hmm. two minutes long of, boring music while you watch like your character from first person like dance Mm -hmm. and talk to people (laughs) and then it's like and now the game starts and (laughs) it's just bad (laughs) like i think they should have just cut the whole opening part and said just giving you like a text background and then started you at the e3 thing said like this is your best friend jackie you live here or something. Yeah, I just, it just, it, it wasn't very good. It, the transition is, it felt so contrived uh, just to be able yeah. to give you a different opening mission based on your backstory. Yeah. It, it didn't really, cause it's so short. It like, it gives you a little bit of flavor. I don't know exactly what happened in yours, but like I, I was, I did like street kid or whatever. And I'm guessing uh, that one's better. Maybe uh, I, I uh, basically I was in a bar, had to fix my broken nose and then uh, get tasked with like this job. I hop in a car with a gang leader and then we, you know, there's like some uh, stuff there and then basically to get to the garage and do the Jackie thing. It takes like five minutes. And I was like, yeah, I guess. OK. In the beginning of Nomad, you basically like climb a Far Cry Tower, too, which was kind oh, of funny. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mm. I. I the opening mission was fun to play. It just was, I, it was very jarring to go from standing in a mm-hmm. garage with Jackie and fist bumping that we're buds now to like mm-hmm. two minutes of bad cutscene, first person cutscene, And then to like where they clearly, where the, the yeah. story clearly actually starts was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is this here? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mechanically, like I said, it's, it's a, uh, what, what uh, immersive sim like I, i'm playing this trying to play it mostly stealthy uh, i'm not very good at it and there's some bugs that make that difficult like uh sometimes if you uh like take person out people will just see their body somehow even though they're maybe they're like connected like through implants but i don't think that's it because one time they were like stuck through the floor so i thought maybe like people down below saw them and that alerted everybody or something. I don't know, but that happened like a few times. I was like, this is crap. Uh, then I eventually got past it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So you like, 
and you, there's a lot of like verticality and the stuff, so you can climb up on top of buildings and find windows and stuff to go in for like side stuff. I have yet to get like super deep into it, and there are a lot of forced gunfights, uh, basically in what I've played, and a lot of the side stuff is like forced combat that you can't get around, which is kind of lame. I'd like if there there were more stealth options. Like I don't have like a stealth um, or like a non-lethal uh, takedown from like range takedown yet. I don't know if I will get one. I think I probably, but I don't know. But that's like stuff I'd like to get. Cause I want to do like a tech stealth run. I think net runner type stuff, but uh, I I'm enjoying it for like that stuff, like the getting to explore and poke around and like find solutions to problems. But I, it seems like there aren't as many solutions as I'd like so far. Mostly right. it's, do you want to be quiet and knock all these people out? Or do you want to be loud and knock all these people out or kill all these people? That's unfortunate. Cause like yeah. the deus ex part of it seemed like the most interesting, like the, yeah. Oh, you can, you can handle this situation in n number of ways, but if, yeah. it's, if n is two, then that's kind of like, eh. like there are, there are different narrative ways, like things can play out. Um, sure. like, you know, uh, so there's like a lot of permutations of things that can happen and maybe they'll come back to like interact with you differently later in the game. But mechanically it has not seemed like super diverse yet. Uh, I, I know there are like a couple different ways you can get through some later stuff and I've mostly done like some side stuff. Uh, but so maybe it's just the side stuff isn't super diverse. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but that's what I want to see and kind of get a, more of a feel for is, uh, how diverse some of like the main story content and like the more interesting side stuff is, or the more like robust. Cause a lot of it, a lot of what I've done for side stuff is just like, Oh, Hey, you're in this area. Hey, can you like, you know, knock this person out or like take care of this person for me and yeah. just like put them in the back of a taxi. And so I've done a few of those and those have been a little more limited. I don't know if like the actual more detailed side quests will be more uh, robust. Sure. Yeah. Like I haven't played it and I'm not going to play it, but uh, I listened to the bomb cast and their long talk about it and Mm -hmm. listened to most of the beast cast. I haven't finished it yet because that just came out yesterday and I was watching assassination classroom, but um, it sounds just from outsider perspective that the side content doesn't seem too substantive. Like there's not that much story mm-hmm. to them. Like it just seems like they're kind of shallow. Uh, Is that kind of what we, you've run into? I mean, I've not got, I've like, I've not gotten super deep into any of the side stuff yet. Okay. I'm st- it's still pretty directed. Like there are a few things I can do, but they're like, because I'm playing on hard, I think I need to level up more and get more, like yeah. you know beefy for like i've got one right now is a like a, a fist fight club type thing a fight club type thing which sure. they had in the witcher 2 and um the witcher 3 rather but you know that option is in the witcher and so the similar thing here but it's like a more robust melee system yeah uh and so like there's a bit of that and some stuff i can't actually go do yet uh, and I've had a few things that are just like, go to this thing and talk to this person to like get a new ability or get, you know, get a skill point or something. 
So, so far, I've not had anything interesting. Like, I haven't had the Witcher 3's lady outside a hut saying, can you get my frying pan? <laughs> and then going, sure. like, or, you know, most things have kind of felt like that as opposed to, like, the more robust quests. Because, like, that quest is weird because everyone's like, is there more to this? Did I did I miss something? The frying you just pan go, quest? Yeah, you just go in, you grab the frying pan, you give it to the lady. And there's, like, some, like, environmental storytelling. Yeah, but there's more. There's no... There's no like it's not like a quest line. No, but but it's there's some like clever writing around like oh, yeah, yeah. the stuff that that's happened. Yeah. But but uh, a lot of people are like is it, was, was this really I was just supposed to go in and get the frying pan? Was that really it? Uh so like there's some but there's not like a that's most of what I've done so far is like yeah. there's a little bit of writing around stuff and like flavor, but there's no like meaty quest tied to yeah. anything I've done so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think at least in the side stuff, it just seems like a game that is not really deserving of the lightning rod that it's become in some ways, like very much yeah. because of its marketing, um, mm-hmm. which has been shitty all along. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of has like blown this thing up into something when it's really just kind of a, Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a not as good as Deus Ex, but open world Deus Ex kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, does, and I, does that I'm interested to keep playing it. But does that does that make it seem like a victim of its own hype? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. you have a better insight into that than I do, Andre. But from everything I've seen, people saying and playing, it sounds. I mean, like I've it. I've uh, seen the marketing basically at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, you know I've seen a little bit of side stuff, but what I've seen is what they showed at E three. I've seen what most people who like followed it saw probably because I imagine most people didn't watch like the Night City Wire stuff. I watched a few of those, but they weren't all that. I guess more um, in the play meaningful. of it is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was something that I think, and I have. It seems to be exactly what I expected it to be all along. But um, in fact, I actually think the shooting feels better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it seems like for a lot of people, they were expecting, and I don't mean critics. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like Fans. people who have been critical mm-hmm. of it, who are players who are like kind of attacking it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's their mm-hmm. prerogative, but um, is expecting it to be like some kind of like big life simulation with mm-hmm. like tons and tons of constant things to do that aren't even related to the story. And it kind of has that, but they're like, there's a guy calls you and says, go take out these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, Hey, there's someone like some people are mugging some people on the side of the street. Or, yeah. You know, it's not like, like stuff like that. But. It's not like, like I think some people were expecting to be able to be like, I followed this NPC back to their apartment, had a conversation with them and started a relationship. And now we have, now we're we're dating in the game. What? It's I don't think and it. Ha- I mean, life. people do people think that? What? I don't know, but I feel like that's kind of what they. This isn't store citizen to a degree. Early on, was like URV is you're in a living, breathing city, and you're living mm. your life as V, this mercenary, and mm. who you who you sleep with is your choice. I remember there was a specific weird thing early on that mm. was like how V spends the, her nights is up to you including how you spend your time and who you spend it with. And it showed it like the character, like getting up in the morning with a dude in her bed. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, not 
that's not really what that game is. It's a no. open world role playing game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, it's not like some some hugely it's revolutionary the Peter Molyneux effect. Totally, yeah. Um, in some ways, I think that Peter Molyneux has probably made more breathing, responsive worlds <laughs> than, than this game. Uh, it, like uh, played Fable. I there. I mean, well, yeah. No game is better than Fable, but um, I don't. Yeah, it's like about yeah. that, but Fable's good. No game is better than Fable: The Lost Chapters. There, are we are we settled? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it, I, I want to play more of it. It's like now that I've played it, it's like it's very much like, OK, I know I know what this is. I have yet to like really like hit a point where I'm like, oh, my God, I like I need to know what happens next. I'm like right. intrigued and I'm like, but I'm like, I can see the double cross coming partially oh, yeah. because I saw the E3 marketing materials. Right. <laughs> Uh, so like you know i still have some things to like do that i have not seen um but you know i'll I'll get to it uh but like i know the double cross is coming i'm like how do i play this leading into the double cross knowing it's coming do i just lean all the way and like he's gonna double cross me anyway i'll just i'll let him but i'm gonna fuck him over on the way it just doesn't seem like it i don't i doesn't seem like it's a must play at this point to me. Um, yeah. I think if you're turned off by the marketing, you're mm-hmm. not missing anything. Uh, go play would, the Witcher three or go play or go buy that awesome itch bundle that some people put together. That was like, it's all mm-hmm. like BIPOC and queer creators that mm-hmm. did like cyberpunk oh, that yeah. explores like race mm-hmm. and gender. And yeah, that's, cool. that's like, that that bundle looks fucking rad and if you want something in this flavor and you were turned off by the marketing that seems to be that kind of stuff or you know play umaragi generation or play valhalla or there are uh, there are plenty of other things to play right now and unless unless you're really into like the immersive sim stuff and like I think that would be the and main have thing already to be played like, Dishonored. You play this. <laughs> yeah, if you've, you, hey, if you haven't played Dishonored and you're playing Cyberpunk and you're like, hey, this is kind of neat, play Dishonored. I might please. play Dishonored 2 before I put significant time into it's, Cyberpunk. It's I haven't on, played it's, 2 it's yet. An, are, I own it. On Game Pass now? I own it on but, uh, yeah. like four consoles at this point. Yeah, but It's not even on. Point, I own it on more consoles than it's on. Listener, if you can play no, Dishonored no, no, on, you on Game play. Pass, you should play Dishonored. Know what else you should play? fucking like uh, original ass thief like fuck yeah i've like the dark project that, like, is, that stuff that like, on game so pass like, so gonna, i don't think so like, but i don't have time that's not true hard for me to find time <laughs> to stream where i'm motivated and also my apartment is quiet because mm-hmm. i have like one room in my apartment um mm-hmm. but man i would love to stream the thief games because those games fucking rule they're really they're so good. good yeah all right Anyway, well, anyways, that 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 is my current <laughs> review of Cyberpunk is go play Dishonored or Prey <laughs> or Thief. I I haven't played the those games. I can't speak to it. Just don't play Thief Four. Is my understanding? No, don't play Thief Four. It's bad. <laughs> the fourth. Uh, all right, let's get into news. Oh uh, yeah, it's all good news this week. Really? No. <laughs> uh, the Game Awards happened. Yeah. Oh man, that's a lot of 
There's so much stuff. We, in there. we can quick fire the game. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't it. have to go in depth with any of it. You so could it watch. Ha- you could watch the archive stream that we did with Super GG if you want mm-hmm. our real time thoughts. Uh, that's on twitch.com slash super gg radio i don't believe, I believe it's, it's on com. twitch.tv oh. <laughs> twitch.tv i don't know i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't what's it twitch what's a twitch uh i don't know if this was part of the game Awards stuff halo is delayed and or not no, well, no. so they put a they put a window yeah. on halo on, infinite yeah was it? they, they asked a bunch they? of stuff for it uh, and then one of the th- the, s- the things that kind of <laughs> popped up in the back end of it was like, oh yeah. And then when you were seeing this in fall 2021, it's like, wait, oh, okay. <laughs> no, so they put a they put a window on it, uh, which yes. is like a year delay uh, total. Because yeah, like, uh, I think they they slightly messaged that they intended for it to be like Q1, Q2. Yeah, I think I, they did as well. I, I, I don't know if I ever. I remember like, saw that, seeing but. that somewhere. I can't remember exactly where, but. I feel like that was some assumptions. People it might have been an assumption, but I think it was a relatively reasonable assumption. <laughs> a reasonable, yes. But this is like, wow. I mean, if they deleted year. a year, they're reworking that game to a degree. Yeah. I mean, obviously they, a year isn't they, long enough to remake it. But They they did put in some screenshots that uh, to, to kind of like reassure well, people. Comcast the, put the data caps back in, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, thanks Comcast. But yeah, they... they um, they put in a screenshot that looks real nice as if to say like, look, it doesn't look like shit now. (laughs) I wonder if that game is going to not be a far cry. Like it sounds like it was going to be now that they're, Mm. yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know. That game has been in development for eight years. The thing Mm. about it that as someone who likes Halo, I haven't played five, but I liked four well they enough. They put a Gauss gun on the on the mongoose. What seem it seems like Halo one through three and Reach and ODST as well were games that existed because Bungie had a story to tell and came up with like or they had a really ripping shooter to make and came up with a cool story <laughs> for it. I don't know which one it, of those things came first. It, it was uh, probably well, it was, they made two really good ones, and then Microsoft is like, hey, you're making way more of these. Also, so, Halo was originally like a bunch of dudes running around on a hill from an yeah, isometric yeah. perspective. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. But, but I guess what I'm saying is it seemed, like those first, it seemed like those games had purpose, mm-hmm. and 4 seemed like a... You know they're trying to get another game out of it. It's still fun. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I haven't played five. It's another Halo was four this three four three. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. This is starting to feel like this is a this is just like the biggest like this is a product. <laughs> this is not a like. Well, we got to make a Halo. Yeah, I, I feel like they should just. I mean, they can't from a marketing perspective, from a brand perspective, but I feel like they should just go like, you know what, we're done. We did five of these things. We don't know what we're doing. We don't have anything interesting to do or say anymore. They got to put the Master Chief in Fortnite. But I guess my point is you can still do that. <laughs> they did that. They can still make a bunch of Halo yeah. stuff. No, because the game's been in development so long, kids don't know who the Master Chief is. That's the thing. I mean, that's the point, that's right? Is like probably very true, honestly. Yeah, but then they need brand stuff. It's mm-hmm. just... I just... This game just doesn't seem like it has any soul at this point. Um, yeah, but so is Kratos or God of War. 
Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird and, to, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> in contrast, God of War, even though I think there are problems that were not talked about enough with that 2018 God of War, God of War felt like a game where they were like, you know what? It's time to return to this. We have something we want to say about mm-hmm. this series and this character. Sure. And if it's being a dad changes who you are as a person, which is like, <laughs> yes, I think that it, that game is not as, I think that game's overrated. Um, but it's still really good and it still says something at least. Yeah. I mean, like when it comes down to it, like with, with God of War 2018, it's a total reset of the universe, but it still has Kratos. Whereas like Halo 4, Halo 5, you're still fighting the fucking Covenant. And there's mm-hmm. still like USMC. And the flood. And it's like you, in the flood. You like fight it's all the still, other it's all faction still there. too. Yeah, but it's still, yeah. there's still the flood and the Covenant. Like, like, uh, like it's not that like, different. God of War, sure, some Greek stuff comes up like very, very, or not Greek, uh, Roman stuff comes up very, very briefly. No, Greek. But like, it's Greek, it, Greek. was it Greek? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, but it comes up very, he's Roman, right? Is that what it is? No, he's Greek. I forget. I can't remember, I but, but he's Spartan. He's Spartan. Yeah, that's right. What am I Sparta. Yeah. He's Spartan. He's Greek. Yeah. It's all Greek. Anyways. It's all Greek okay, to me. So like, like there's like 20 minutes in that game where that stuff shows up as kind of like a nod to the past, but it's not the core of it. Like it is with Halo. I think the most powerful thing about God of War is in some ways that sequence to me is the core of it, not because it is prominent throughout the game, but more because that is the moment where as a studio, Sony Santa Monica is saying, we know what this series was in the past and it's different now. And it's such a, a flashpoint of growth for both the character in the game and from like a meta perspective. So like you're right, but also they did such a good job of making those things powerful. Whereas in like (laughs) Halo four, at least I can't speak to five. There's nothing like that there. It's just like, we made another one of these and but they 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 yeah. also like went out of their way to be like this is happening in a new galaxy and like this is after the end of Halo Three which was like the end of that whole mm-hmm. arc and they're like all right Master Chief's been plunged into the depths of space what, yeah. what new adventures will he get up to and then it's the same adventure the same ones yeah mm-hmm. uh, totally with the flood so they, and the humans and the covenant exactly so like uh, the Halo mm-hmm. needs to switch it up and hopefully Infinite does that but I don't know they they keep saying it's going to be like Halo One and it's like well okay. <laughs> yeah and i mean i may end up loving it i don't know sure i, I like halo yeah, one a lot up, so yeah. it might be great but but i don't know I'll so the game that. awards happened yeah uh and uh so the game the game announcements happened and there were some awards sprinkled in there uh yeah that yeah it's way less of an award show this yeah. year more even more it, so than like last year where it was barely an awards show yeah it, like they it rush seems every, every year award. yeah it seems every year they just uh, devote less and less time to the awards and it's like what do you, what's even the point this year it even felt like that's been true for a while but I, and there's a part of me that's like well obviously but this year it would be like jeff keely like and the nominees for best action game are Final Fantasy VII remake, Hades, blah 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 blah, blah. Okay. and the winner is Hades, yay! And then yeah. just like, and, and then no, and then straight to the next category. They would do like yes. three categories at a yes. time, and then be like, okay, yeah, no, we're done. Okay, great. Now to twenty more trailers. And and sometimes they don't even like say the nominees. They're just like, and the winner of yes, you know, best you know, best score or whatever. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and if you want to celebrate the, the game, celebrate the games. But what, what was it? The Whooper Watch that kept coming up. That's God, that, got, that, that got weird. more. That got more time than some of the awards. I think. Yeah, 
But you know, that God. was probably a sponsorship deal that paid the mm-hmm. bills. So yeah, probably. Uh, it's a strange yeah. one. There's anyway, some cool announcements so, though. Speaking of paying the bills, uh, we had some announcements. <laughs> Uh, let's go to I the mean, ad break no I mean let's, speaking of paying yeah, the bills, go to the money here's, zone but, here, but. here's how Keeley paid those bills uh, Bioware uh, is yeah. uh, apparently hey remember Dragon Age no yeah and yeah, no, neither do, neither does Bioware because they're making a new Mass Effect game <laughs> <laughs> boom uh, no, the, the Dragon Age trailer was really so, cool what I'll say about the Dragon Age trailer I don't believe that's a game yet I don't believe it is either, and no. I don't. We don't know anything. I mean, that game could be rad as hell because it's a totally different set of people working on it for them, largely. Or it mm-hmm. could be not at what all. Dragon they, Age. What if they know? went back to a CRPG style? That's fine with me. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm up for mm-hmm. it. I, I like Dragon Age two more than one, but but yeah, still, I like both one um, and two. So. But I like one. Uh, but I think the art style was really cool <laughs> that they showed of the new that, one. Yeah, the, like yes, you said you, during the Super GG stream with Brock of. Uh, damage boost and all that like um you you said something to the extent of like this looks like a jrpg (laughs) it looks like final fantasy like when they show the city and stuff and like the the design of the characters it looked it looked like um it specifically reminded me of like if you took final fantasy 9 and made Mm. it like not chibi like if you made it like a Mm. more realistic style and kind of yeah because of like the way the spires and that city looked and stuff i don't know i will play that game because the art yeah. style was fucking rad so as it, long as the game like, is, is decent it, it had cool. like floating castles and like, yeah the, it had like like fantasy style neon lights going on yes and like there was a bow that was made of light like it looks way more mm-hmm. like it sounds cool yeah like it, it actually looked it looked kind of rad but like yes. obviously yeah who knows if it's actually a game that we're going to see in our lifetimes. But like, because like every time they show that game, it's like so far until now, they it's show been the like concept arts. Yeah. They're showing concept <laughs> art and people with like mesh map or mesh maps. Is that sure. mesh map? Mesh, mesh maps. Mesh maps. I can't say that. I keep saying like mesh naps. Wet naps. Wet naps. Normal maps, et cetera. And, Wet yeah, maps. Uh, yeah. Bump maps. PNG. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, they're looking Those at like and looking like reference photos of like trees. Path of Exile maps. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, uh, that's uh, Pillars of Eternity is uh, free on the Epic Game Store right now. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, Path of Exile. Whoops. Other well, Epic that's was really too. funny that I thought you were making a joke about that. Yeah. By Epic, saying Epic, Pillars yeah. of Eternity. <laughs> Worked out. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Andre, yeah, I didn't I mean to interrupt. The art was cool. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. The art was cool, and it, they didn't show anything about what the game is. So no, they didn't <laughs> show a, any. It was a CG trailer with some cool art, uh, which is yeah. the exact same thing they've shown again and again. Like at least I, I don't mean, know why it, they keep doing this, but at least I think this was distinct because it was like two minutes of mm-hmm. actual art assets. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. not in-game assets, but like, yes, yeah. it wasn't concept art. It wasn't people talking over it. It was like mm-hmm. two minutes of this is what the world looks like in this game now, and it that was at least a thing. <laughs> no, but, no, that being said, and this can be said for the mass effect thing, which we can get to in a second. They keep potentially shooting themselves in the goddamn foot by just like setting expectations extremely early. <laughs> I don't even know if they're setting expectations. They're just like, they're getting out there like way. I mean, they're getting out there and saying, Hey, we're making a thing when they really don't need and, to like part of it. Yeah. Like, 
part of it is like you know games don't need to be so secretive about yeah. the, these things sure. but also like they're so early yeah in these I mean, projects that, that like they don't they barely even exist that's yeah. what i go back to is ooh in enthusiast what gamer whomst among us thought that they weren't making a mass effect game uh, didn't they say that like two weeks ago that they were i assume there I, is I, I always a mass did. effect game in development at bioware yeah I, but i thought they were the like lucrative I, fringe yeah i think you're right they did. I, I think they did but, say like and we're working on the next entry well, in the mass effect franchise and that's I'm not like sure an announcement but it's, yeah i'm pretty sure they're like oh casey hudson is here and now after andromeda and that nightmare we're working on a new mass effect but uh, like no but like one. two weeks ago before casey hudson yes. left like Specifically, the last yes you are correct like the last thing they, they put announced out was, it they announced they announced the tra- the trilogy coming and they yeah. say we are also working on the next chapter in the mass effect universe or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um so I guess to me though it's like these are two of EA's most lucrative original IPs. There mm-hmm. will always be a mass effect game in development forever. It might be that they take a break between actually like Ever. releasing them because one of them is received poorly or whatever. But they're gonna make Mass Effect forever. Even after Bioware's gone, they'll be making Mass Effect. <laughs> um, yeah. Someone will take it. So I guess that's the thing about same thing with Dragon Age. I thought the Dragon Age thing was cool because at least it showed that like maybe the art style is getting some changing up and like the visual direction they're going in is neat. But the Mass Effect thing just I think it's exciting for fans. Like I don't want to take that away from anyone to have that confirmation. But it's also just like it's just a that weird game's- Five years away at the least. Yeah, yeah. But what's going to come? We might be on a gonna, new generation of consoles. What's going to come first, Starfield or New Mass Effect? Star- oh, Starfield. Uh, also, <laughs> I want to say too. I get it because when they showed the Elder Scrolls Six teaser, that was absolutely fucking nothing last year. Oh yeah, it was like that even less was, than this Mass Effect thing. Is, here is where it will be set. Yes, <laughs> is, and is they didn't even say that really out loud. I don't view. think did they? No, yeah, um, no, they did. Was but just, everyone was able to like figure yes, it out based on um, the, the so. And I was fucking hyped for that. So don't get me wrong. I, I understand. Like, if you're a fan of Mass Effect, I just don't really understand. I get what it's. I guess ser- the how impl- it serves them. I guess yeah. I because like I I think the expectation here now is people are assuming that they were showing like characters from that original trilogy like Liara and like maybe which is cool. Not yeah. it well, would be Morgan yeah. unless well it could be yeah, it uh, could so, be there's a Solarian but no, it'd be there, that'd be like a weird tying thing. There's there's a way for Morden to live. Okay, is there? Okay, there is, yeah, yeah, I guess there is. Yeah, if you're a bad if, person, Jesus Christ. If, if you let Rex die, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I will be the other side of this because I think it looks fucking great from what they're potentially implying, where uh, they've basically come out and not confirmed, but they've loosely confirmed that it's going to be a sequel to both Andromeda and Mass Effect 3. Sure. Which, it, with Liara at the head of it, and that's like, if you're playing as Liara, who is the Shadow Broker, there's a lot of fucking stuff that could happen. <laughs> Not if you can't be the shadow broker anymore. Cause there's nothing left. And it's less yeah, that, yeah. um, it's, <laughs> it's less that I think that it's not cool. I think it's really cool. And there's a lot you can infer if you're a big fan from that trailer, I think. Cause like, that's going to, that's, that's how they shot themselves in the foot though. But that's what I'm, is, I'm agreeing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, uh, that's the also. problem is that this game isn't going to come out for five to 10 or five to six, probably at least years. It's, it's going to be another cyberpunk. And, 
so well i mean hopefully what they'll do is shut up about it and not talk about it for another mm-hmm. year or two and then it'll actually be but for much longer that's what they do with dragon age and it's still barely but that's anything. what i'm saying is like what's to some extent it's like it sucks i don't have deep feelings about it either way because my mass effect fandom has waned i want to play mm-hmm. the trilogy when it re-releases um yeah and talk okay. about it more critically and think because i'm thinking about like i want to rekindle my the, what i felt when i first played it but it seems like it would be kind of painful if you're a big fan to go like, okay, well now I know I have to wait years and years. Like mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls six being set where it is, is cool. I can be patient for it, whatever. There's always going to be an Elder Scrolls game in a development as well. If they were like, Oh, it's Morrowind two. And here's characters from that game that are coming back. I would have been like, well, fuck, I don't want to have to Mm-hmm. I have to sit on my hands knowing this for like two, th- mm-hmm. three to four years. Fuck you guys. And I think that's how I would feel about Mass Effect if I were a big Mass Effect fan. Because it's like, mm-hmm. this isn't even a game yet. <laughs> you've yeah. you've implied that you intend to make a game that has Liara at the front. That is a sequel to both Andromeda and Mass Effect 3. And and that that just that puts so much pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, earned or unearned, it doesn't matter. Like, they did it to themselves. Uh, well, they're managed. The marketers at EA did yeah, it to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, next story. Mario's dead. Yep. I wish. Stabbed him right through the. Who heart. killed him? Sephiroth. Sephiroth. I swear, Alex, we, I need you to. I, I need sp- you to cut to right before that, and then sync us all up. Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this about just, that just intro. Just cut out the Sephiroth bit, and I don't give uh, a that fuck. Up. I don't give a fuck about Smash at all. Um, I respect it. I mean, it's cool. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. shitting on it. Um, I that there are people who do. Most mm-hmm. people don't give a fuck about Flight Simulator, and that's fine too. But I'll poop on but, Smash. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I think it's. You know, it's fun. I play it with friends when I'm uh, mm-hmm. visiting friends, which is something sure. we can't do now. But, um, but <laughs> when the when the like thing got when reality got like sliced in half, and it started playing the bum 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 bum, I was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that music just is like I wasn't even that sup- like I was like, oh, Sephiroth, that makes sense. Clouds in there. I wasn't like blown away by the concept of Sephiroth being in Smash. But basically, yeah. if this if it were like a Chef Boyardee commercial and it sliced in two and started playing that music and Sephiroth came up, started showed up and started eating ravioli, I would be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's just one ravioli on the end oh, of his sword. <laughs> Sephiroth that just rules. Sephiroth's music appealing. rules. Final Fantasy VII rules. What if like, what if I told you, Pat, that this this DLC is Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two? I would play <laughs> Smash then, I guess. What if, oh man, now I just want like Chef Boy or D, but they just replaced the chef with Sephiroth on all the packaging. And he's there's just, gotta, oh, there's gotta be some kind Seth of canned Boyardee. pasta. There's gotta, <laughs> gotta be some kind of canned pasta in Japan from some Fuck. point in the last 20 years that has Sephiroth on it. I'd probably be in the past like 30 years, what, 25? 25 years, sure. That uh, came yeah. out like 97, 
by that? Japan would probably be. I just looked it up the other day because I had to talk about how I was an OG Final Fantasy VII fan. One Uh, one winged beefaroni. Yes. That's a podcast title. That or <laughs> Seth Boyardee. Just, <laughs> Seth Roth rules. That announces rules. I keep watching people react to it less because I care about their reactions and more because I want to hear the music. <laughs> I listened yesterday while I was working. I listened to the Final Fantasy VII MIDI soundtrack because I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, if you're going to put cloud in your game, you just have to put Sephiroth of there. Cause we know, do. cause like now we know what's coming. Like you just announced it at the same time. Like the one thing that I think they should have done, if they're already putting Sephiroth in, that would have actually had me go, well, fuck, I'm going to buy this character pass is at the end when they did the scene from advent children where like cloud and Sephiroth were talking a keyblade should have like like hit the earth and uh-huh. and e- and either like Sora or Roxas should have shown up or it should have just faded to black as like there will mm-hmm. be kingdom hearts in this game but we're not telling you what yet and it's Kyrie that would rule too that <laughs> Hell that yeah. would have been the thing that would have like actually sent me completely oh. over the edge into now I care about Smash. <laughs> or, or if not Kyrie, Donald Duck. The problem is Disney. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah of course. Kingdom think, Hearts. No, of course. But, yeah. like Disney is the issue with like Kingdom Hearts in general. Like, I think any I think of you the could, original. I think we can say Disney too. is the issue, and then yeah. Yeah. Just, Disney, Disney mm-hmm. is the issue. And mm-hmm. yep. You know what? Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, you know what isn't an issue? What's that? There's there's a new Fulbright game. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, can't wait. And it looks it looks like anime kind of. It looks really cool. Yeah, set in the eighties. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Road trip it, story set in the eighties, made by Fulbright. Super it, cool. It, it, looks, it looks like anime. Who are the people starring in it? Uh, oh yeah, I don't know. It, probably oh, everybody. No 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 no. It was Vin Diesel. It was specific people that was it was rad. It was um, oh crap. Vin Diesel. I'm looking it up. Uh, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell was one of them. Yep. Um, I don't remember the other. Yeah, Dwayne but it was Bar- someone else. Dwayne cool. The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Not Vin Diesel. He was Carrie Russell one. and Caitlin Deaver. Oh, right, right, right. Super cool. Yeah. I, I am so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Looks- I still haven't played Tacoma, but we you talked about it. You gotta play Tacoma. I, I, the problem is, like, I remember some of the twist stuff. And so, like, I'm sure there's, like, lots of great stuff in there, but, like, I, you know, try to forget, like, the twist stuff so I can, like, just fully enjoy it, but I'm never going to do that, so I just Tacoma need to, like, is like, suck it up and play it. Tacoma is, like, uh, um, it's, like, if you broke down the feeling of, like, I'm going to do a fist pump, I'm doing a fist pump, I've done a fist pump, <laughs> that's, like, Tacoma. <laughs> Uh-huh. Cuz okay. it's like it's just it's a beautiful starts, way to describe it. It starts good and you're like, <laughs> "Oh shit, I know this is going to be good cuz it's Fulbright." And then it's good in the middle and then like the ending is like, "Holy fucking shit, this is one of the best video game endings I've seen in a while." It's it's okay. it's it's a phenomenal game. And Gone Home is the same way. Uh yeah. They just uh, and yeah. It, they they are the they are a studio that to me I think like the term they perfect they don't they don't miss they make like kind of perfect games in a way, you know, like I'm not saying that, that they make the best games period, but they, they, have they don't miss. Yeah. yeah. They have an intense attention to detail and they follow through on everything that they try to do. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that just like from a narrative perspective, from a like environmental perspective, uh, and I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see a game that has more. This looks like the kind of game that's going to have more like direct you participating in conversation sure. with a character kind of thing, Agency. which is something they haven't really done. Um, yeah. Their previous two games have been about exploring spaces oh, that have been abandoned, yeah. um, which I think is interesting in it. And in some ways is why they're so God. powerful. But Tacoma was so good. Yeah, it's, it's really, you just, really you good. just, you just reminded me of like the whole, like <laughs> listening to those narratives and watching it at, from separate yeah. angles at the same time. Fuck. It's, it's so good. Yes. It's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, and under, and, and underappreciated, IMO. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, but anyway, um very excited for open roads. Uh speaking of Vin Diesel. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing on the stream was how uh <laughs> he came on screen and we're like, is that Vin Diesel? And then he went like Ugh. and all of us were like, Oh yeah, that's Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'll be uh, I was I was hundred percent sure that, that was actually in actuality Vin Diesel. Animated or was it CGI? It was, it was CGI, uh, CGI okay. for the for Arc two, yeah. It was like on Canny Valley. Oh wait, oh so wait, they announced Arc Two. I missed okay. Oh yeah. So that yeah. was it. I the thought I thing, thought he was starring no, in like an arc no. anime. No, there's two also things. that. <laughs> yes. Oh which has an insane list of people. Yeah, I thought Vin Diesel was up. on that list. <laughs> he is. He is. Oh, okay. Yeah. He the thing that kicked it off though was a long, like really long CG trailer that we all thought was going to be Turok, and then <laughs> yeah, we did. And then, sure. and then Vin Diesel was interacting with this like portal thing. Yeah, uh, you should know better. You played a lot well, so of this thing. Year. He was interacting with this portal thing, and I was like, "Where is that from?" I know. That. Yeah, I knew it too. I know that. <laughs> and it was one of the things in Ark. And and then it like and then I was like, wait, is this Avatar? Because the environment looked like Avatar. But then I was like, no, Avatar doesn't have real dinosaurs in it. Um, and then the the as soon as the music picked up and the logo started to form, I was like, oh, this is Ark two. Which yeah. I think that game. I think Ark is fucking rad. It's very hard to play. Um, Ark still in like early access or some shit? Oh no no, no it's been it came out. It's ago. had multiple. It has, it has, it has expansions. It has tons of expansions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. They just did a narrative thing. Like their last expansion was like narrative driven, <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Sam just interjected some of the great information in the chat. They announced Sephiroth in Smash at the exact same time they announced Disney was making uh, Sister Act yes. three. Yes. <laughs> There's a funny, kind of funny. That's very funny. You should find the spot because as they're freaking <laughs> out, a couple of them are freaking about Sef- out about Sephiroth and Smash. I think it's Andy Cortez is a Sister Act fan, and somebody said, Andy, they're making Sister Act 3, and he has, he like flips out. <laughs> That's amazing. Funny. That's um, super funny. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I hope that Arc 2 is like a little less Arc and a little more. Like arc two, an open world RPG kind of thing. Arc two, arc two, furious. <laughs> two uh, arc two, furious. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Two pooping, um, two pooping. The problem with arc games is they're really hard to play by yourself, and you definitely yeah. don't want to play. Well, it with now strangers. you can play it with Vin Diesel. That's what I'm saying. Is I hope that. So the problem is that they've done arc trailers in the past for things that have had like semi-famous models and european mm-hmm. actors and stuff mm-hmm. um which is funny because that game is made here in seattle um but but uh, uh 
it, I, didn't, I always I had the impression. Yeah, I always had the impression that that company was a European company because of the kind of game it is. Eastern European company specifically because of the kind of game it is, and because of how janky it is and stuff. I definitely ascribed it to Eastern European developer. It's made in Seattle, uh, but uh, anyway, um, huh. Arc is really good. I hope Arc Two is good. If it's just Arc again, but prettier, Two. I'm not probably going to play it. But I hope that it's yeah. it's more than that and kind of a different thing. Um, and then that anime is fucking wild. Like after the CG trailer of Arc Two, it was like, oh cool. And then they cut to black, and then they cut to animated stuff, and it was like, yeah. oh, and I was like, oh, this is still Arc because it had specific dinosaurs from our Gerard era. Butler, David yeah. Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. Sp- yeah. Specific dinosaurs, Gerard Butler, David Tennant. <laughs> yep. And then when the cast showed up, it was just like, what well, they the did it line is? by line. So yeah. just, you're looking, you're yeah. looking at a, like a full like yeah. card, but they were doing uh, it line by line. So we were like, Gerard Butler, David Tennant. And then it like got down and I was like, Elliot, Elliot Page and Carl Urban. What the fuck? Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what is this? Cast? Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah, like it was intense. That's, it's well, it's a who would, crazy who would cast you, or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, I, I just, sent. I, it, I'm not even going to like Alan ask Tudyk, who would you yeah. want in an arc, arc Wait, anime because like yeah, Alan Tudyk's oh. on this list. Uh, who who would I want? No, like Am I don't I, even care. Like, uh, like oh, is he on not? He's not on this this one that is in our chat. Oh no, I'm looking at it. I just googled it. Um, Alan Tudyk is on there. That I see. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. He'll do. He'll do a thing where he says, "Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal." <laughs> <laughs> but like Carl, like the dinosaurs will fight. Uh, then he'll that's get in, get into yeah. the Serenity and fly Michelle away. Michelle Yeoh. Like, Michelle Yeoh okay. was the one at first. I was like, "Wow, Michelle yeah. Yeoh, that's a big name." And then yeah. they kept going. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that could yeah. be great. I don't it could know. be awesome. Ark has cool lore, I'll say. It definitely spoilers for Ark. So take your headphones off if you don't want Ark spoiled. Put your put your damn headphones back on. For the listeners at home, both uh, Andre and I took our headphones off. Um no, it's like you start off and it's like, oh, I'm on a like lost island in the Pacific or something, and stuff is weird here. And then it's pretty obvious early on, but you're actually like floating in a spaceship with like a dome over it that's like a simulated habitat that this alien race is like trying to like they're like experimenting on humans by dropping them in these simulated environments and seeing how they deal with the like hazards of that's why there's like arc expansions where there's dragons and stuff um is because it's like this alien race that's making you do all this stuff uh it's pretty cool the the lore is like simple kind of goofy sci-fi stuff but it's 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 fun and the anime could be really cool if they actually have like good writing and a good cast yeah and they have a good cast so alex ruined it because i was just gonna have us be silent and then just immediately move on to (laughs) microsoft finally revealed what the initiative has been working on oh yeah perfect dark which has been heavily rumored for a while uh, their it quadruple look, A game. It, it Dark. didn't. It did not look like Perfect Dark for the first three quarters of that trailer. Like it was like set in Egypt and like had all this stuff going on. Which now, in retrospect, yeah. thinking about the Egypt connection, like makes sense. Uh, but then it like zoomed into this building, and I was like, 
I, I forgot the name of the company when we were doing the stream, but it was like, it's very clearly the Datadyne logo. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is perfect dark. And yeah, sure enough. It's, it, yeah, it looks, it was, it was, I mean, again, was that Wall trailer Guy told there? us nothing. That trailer just told us it was a perfect dark game. But <laughs> I wish Wall Guy was there. There will be a Wall Guy reference in there for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I really liked Perfect Dark when it came out. I don't I remember the story at all. I remember Perfect Dark game. The, the story it was really was, fun. The story was very stupid. Um, yeah. It's not even really worth talking about the story for No, me. yeah, it's fine. Like, um, I remember I get, it being really good. I always liked it more than Goldeneye uh, to play multiplayer, and my friends mm-hmm. like Goldeneye more, so we played more Goldeneye. But yeah, I never played Perfect Dark 2, honestly, but like, like, the Skadar were cool enemies. They're like the kind of like starship trooper uh, bug looking things. And then there's all the gray aliens and that with like, they had the cloaking device. Yeah. I don't know. That could be good. The um, initiative is pretty stacked with talent from what I understand. From yeah. people from San, like Santa Monica area. So like Sony, Santa Monica, Naughty Dog, uh, other, other developers. It sounds like they basically made yeah. that studio there because there were people who wanted to work for them, but didn't want to move. And they mm-hmm. were, <laughs> people who were good enough to say, okay, we'll make you a studio then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you, you build a studio like they made a deal, a big deal about it being in Santa Monica. Yes. And like you do that because there's a lot of talent in Santa Monica. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Should that, uh, again, it didn't tell us anything. That trailer just told mm-hmm. us that there is, we knew initiative was making a game. It being perfect. Dark is, is fun, but who knows what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited that they're making a shooter that, could be really fun and cool. Yeah, so. Maybe it's not a yeah. shooter. Maybe it's a yeah, walking it's, simulator. You got it. I hope they, I, you know what? You know what? They, uh, what is it? Campo Santo sold the rights to their, their game to the Microsoft. And now the initiative oh, made it what, into a perfect dark game. So it's Valley of the gods starring Joanna dark. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I wish it was. A, I think I like walking simulators more than shooters. So <laughs> I would have been fine with it. Uh, <laughs> what is Hood? Oh yeah, this yeah. game. Is sick. It's like a Robin like, Hood game. Yeah. Like, yes. Is it's it? A, oh, actually, PvPVE okay. Robin Hood wait, game. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's like it's like very very violent. <laughs> yeah, it's like Little John. Yes, it yeah. is like yeah. it, you play as different characters. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. That and he's a big that, he's a big John. bear. Um, okay. You play as different characters, and it's like a PvPV competitive heist game so it's like crucible no, no. i hope not <laughs> uh god it, it is not it does not look like it is primarily a stealth game either it looks like it's it, more of a like andre it took me a not insignificant amount of time to connect the neurons of what crucible even was <laughs> that's how fast it left the the mm-hmm. hopefully the discourse. it's not crucible no, I don't, it anyway, did not look like Dick this was not. This was not an announcement. They actually announced this earlier this year at one of the oh, many okay. events. Um, and I already then was like, "This looks sick." And this this is the first time they've shown gameplay, though. I think, mm. um, and it looks rad. I'm pushing very hard to convince my friends to play it, even though one of the group is not into PvP. Um, mm. He seemed to indicate he would give it a shot still. So, mm. unless it's complete doo doo, uh, that's a day oneer for me because that looks it looks really really cool. No, focus home sumo. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, that's the thing is it has some pedigree too. It's not just, it's not just like totally out of nowhere. Um, yeah, but this is very violent. Wow. Yes, uh, yeah. insurgency <laughs> uh, is pretty good. I think they've worked on 
that maybe Sumo did. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly what Sumo has done in the past, but looking at Steam, they've been involved in a lot of like contract stuff on other games. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but okay. yeah, I'm excited for that. Oh, all right. Well, I'm just it, looking at this trailer. Like, okay, I it guess. looks it looks cool. Uh, next up, season. Yeah, mm, this looks that game looks fucking cool. awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Cool. Like it's okay. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> it looks like a big open world walking sim. Yeah, like it looks like a giant open world walking oh. sim with like a beautiful mm-hmm. art style and it. Oh, like, yeah, and not not wholly unlike like an Umarangi generation in that it looks like you're doing photography and stuff like that. Like that's yes. one of one of your large parts of interaction with the world. Art like. Yeah. It it looks awesome. It, this, it looks it, has a, it has a sick bicycle that is apparently super realistic in the way that it's modeled, according yeah. to one Josh Sawyer of Obsidian Entertainment, who's a, a bike enthusiast. The bike he was head. like drool, he was drooling over the bike, the animations of the bike, and like how real <laughs> the parts are. Yeah, but it looks so cool. It looks like it's almost like a archaeology e kind of thing where you're like maybe you're going to old relics of past places and make like taking pictures and like drawing in a notebook and like, I don't know, maybe you'll explore like what the people went through and stuff. Like it just looks so cool. (laughs) It almost looks like it's set here, but in the future, like kind of maybe post 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 apocalypse kind of thing. Sort of like horizon could be. Uh, Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. I'm excited for that for sure. Uh, It's beautiful. All right. Uh, I think that is kind of the the most no, of the. No, uh, there was there was some more. Oh oh. Okay. You, you I, oh most, is this? You got okay. Monster Hunter Rise. Oh Ra- yeah, Rise uh, is getting a <laughs> demo in January or until we, January. We can't keep calling it Rise. <laughs> Monster Hunter Kujikawa, if you prefer. <laughs> the Super GG guys are like, wait, is it actually called Monster Hunter Rise? <laughs> <laughs> it's a crossover with Persona. Yeah. And uh, oh no, yeah. Uh, they they could totally do that with their like with what they've done <clears> with the world. Uh, but yeah, you're I, not I, wrong. I I don't think I'll be playing Rise. Uh, just I might. Like I I don't want to play it on the Switch. Yeah, I don't either. I would play. Only I would play part. it with Allison because Allison said she might give it a shot. That's basically yeah. the thing. Um, I would mm-hmm. rather just play World because I didn't play that much of World. So mm-hmm. uh, I with Iceborne, like, and I, they've did the final like content update, I believe, uh, this year. Uh, so like, it's content it's complete, yeah. and now they're running through like every again. yeah, yeah, like every like basically every week, it's like cycling new stuff, which and, is cool. like going through the old That's stuff. The, and I think it's the, like on a one two week or a one month schedule or something. It, That's it the right way to do everything it. they've done. That's cool. Yeah. I would rather play that than Dauntless now. <laughs> Oof. We'll get back that's, to that that's a But yeah, that was basically all the big games. There was some other stuff too, like mm-hmm. that was still probably worth talking about. Like they showed Super Meat Boy forever and blah, 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 blah. Oh, blah. we didn't talk about, there was the, the, the five minute fever dream. Oh, Fortnite stuff. broke me completely. No, in no, no, no. My, I put the, the Master Chief. The Master Chief showed up and then oh, they went into sorry, Red versus yeah. Blue. Which right, is very that. poor taste. I can't. That, yeah. that was yeah. That was weird. I can believe that they would do it because it's epic. But yeah, at the same time, like 
that shows that there is absolutely <laughs> well, no awareness for what is happening yeah, in the world there, of video games at that studio. Yeah, there was Red uh, versus Blue, and then they brought Ninja in for some reason. Yes. The and ninja that, skin yeah. is predictable to me. It's just weird yeah. that that's where I thought they that was already it. in there. I, I thought it was too. Maybe it is. I have no and, idea. But I'm not at all clear on what the red versus blue thing even mm-hmm. is. Well, they, they made a big deal out of like, and the t- the community has made blood gulch. It's well, like, of course they fucking have. It, it like probably took them five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, blood gulch rules, but it's not a like a super like difficult map to make. It's a no, three. No, it's, it's a not. it's it's a cool three lane map that's big enough for vehicles. So <laughs> yeah. it's a moba. Uh, it's basically go to sure. the top in blood gulch. Um, <laughs> but uh, jungle. The jungle is the cave. Uh, oh, you're um, right. The uh, but but yeah, I don't know. That was weird. And then and then I was already reeling, and then. Someone started shooting zombies, which used to be the point of Fortnite, and mm-hmm. it turned out that it was a Walking Dead promotion that they're throwing in there too. Michonne <laughs> like, and uh, yeah, the guy from PT is it Daryl? Is cranking yeah. his hog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish from uh, Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding. But just yeah, <laughs> it, uh, but it just I, want, was, I want you to get there, and then who's the mean, actor, Andre? <laughs> Norman Reedus? No, no, it's I was, no. I was there. No, I'm not. I'm not even trying to say his name. Okay. Um, but the 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 other thing too is after that, it was like they did a Rocket League thing, like the chaser to the Fortnite oh, right. mindfuck was this Jesus. Rocket League thing where like Cascade was going on about the new music that he's putting into to Rocket League, which I mean they get prominent. EDM people to do mm-hmm. Dead Mouse has done music for that game, which fuck that guy, but whatever. Uh, and and um, Cascade has done music in the past. It was just weird because it was like Cascade talking about it, and no offense to the guy, but he was like doing the like, "Hey Zoomers, aren't I cool?" And it's like, buddy, you've been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that. You can still make good music, but I mean, it was just. Mm. <laughs> really weird <laughs> that, weird. that they yeah. put him front and center <laughs> 50 year old dj <laughs> talking about rocket yeah. league right after the Fortnite thing was just like what are we doing yeah that was that was a low point <laughs> i mean other well, than that the show the show had good momentum like mm-hmm. if you okay. ignore the fact that it's no longer an awards show for the most part and like mm-hmm. the nominees all pretty much were uninspired and I would say most of the winners were uninspired. Yeah. Like, I think the fact that among us won as much as it did was awesome. Uh, like seeing the, the very tiny team and their reactions, like, which seemed extremely genuine. Uh, like that was endearing, but it was fun to see, um, Sean Murray from how oh, Sean Murray, yeah, no man sky thing. That was cool. Uh, he was like drinking or something, and like, well, I and he, it sounded like, like he assumed he was not. He was not planning. He was not assuming he was. He going was on to win. Twitter. He was on Twitter earlier, like being like, basically like sharing the fact that he was anxious about being on the stream because he like didn't know who was going to win and mm-hmm. didn't think they were going to win and was trying to figure out how to like not look awkward, like in, while in loss. Yeah, not even that he would have been upset, just like trying not to look like a weirdo in the like mm-hmm. when they show all the nominees thing. <laughs> and then they and then he yeah. won and it was just it was very funny. I like that. Yeah. I like that guy a lot. It, it, it's a good redemption arc for them. 
Yeah. So good for them. Uh, one piece of exciting news for me is they finally put a date on the rest of the Yakuza games coming to Game Pass on yeah. PC and console. Uh, three, four, five of the Yakuza Remastered Collection are coming in January. And six is coming in January too, right? I don't I remember the exact date. I, b- I believe they were at the same time, yeah. I almost but had a meltdown. The entire series will be there, except for seven. I didn't really almost have a meltdown, yeah. but like, I am still in my head. I trust everyone on that stream in knowing these things, but still in my head, I don't believe that Doom Eternal was not already out on Game Pass. <laughs> I thought it was. I c- Maybe it was I could, just Doom 2016. I could I thought swear Doom Eternal came out on Game Pass. On my life, that <laughs> Doom Eternal came out on Game Pass day and date. <laughs> And everyone was like, no, no, Wait, no, it's this day is and date, no, not day but and like, date, no, or like, shortly after, like in like, like October fast. or like, see, I recently. thought it came out like almost exact, almost, no. almost day and date. No, it definitely wasn't day and date. It was way later because otherwise I would have played it with game pass, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I mean, it, all the stuff that everyone's saying makes sense, but it says here, December 3rd is when it came to game pass, which just like broke yeah, my it was, brain. It was pretty, it was pretty recent. Uh, but it's insane okay, that that happened. Back in September 29th, they said Doom Eternal coming to Android and console. So, yeah. Coming okay. to. It's not even that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, but yeah. So, back in like September 29th, they said Doom Eternal coming to console and Game Pass okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I'm, <laughs> I was looking at some of the Twitter response afterwards, and so many people were upset that Doom Eternal got snubbed. And I'm like, no, it didn't deserve I anything. I actually want to play it because I think I might end up liking it more than you did. But I don't. It it it's got some neat ideas, but like they kill the momentum so often. The, yeah, that's the problem. It's the the issue Shh. is the great thing about Doom twenty sixteen is you could finish a chapter and it would take you what like thirty minutes, thirty forty five minutes, and it was just like yeah, that was perfect, a perfect slice of Doom. And this one sometimes the levels like a chapter can take like two and a half hours. And I'll say. Like, too much. I think the thing I don't like about Doom 2016, I went back and tried to play it again because I never finished it, actually, is I don't like the way that that game is like sometimes some of the levels don't make sense as to how you're supposed to progress and I feel like they are poorly paced in that way at times and then also repeatedly, I played like half of it last year repeatedly every level I would like kill everything and then spend another half hour wandering around the level trying to find no. the shit in it. And, uh, but eternal is much worse for that. Doom eternal. Yeah. Okay. Well worse. then maybe I will not play it because <laughs> it has I mean, just, the, the levels are much larger, uh, much larger, much more open. I, I don't mind the platforming. What I don't like is we're going to show you that you're missing stuff from this level. Oh, and oh, now you're going to walk oh, around fine. it for an yeah. hour trying yeah, to find yeah. it. Mm-hmm, I will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then yeah. I'll never know because I'm not going to play that game. That's the way and it is. If you <laughs> like you can you get some like fast travel points, but if you leave the level and then come back, you don't have those. And you have to replay the level to get them back. Yep. Yeah. No oh, thanks. my God. It's terrible. No interest. And, the, and in... fuck the last boss is awful. Like absolutely awful. I'm interested in the weird lore shit, but I don't know if mm-hmm. I can put up with. Um, I don't know that the, I think the it. weird lore shit was actually worse in this, but anyways, that's we, we can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that sure. in a month or less than a month. I don't think we even need to <laughs> no, we <laughs> probably don't. That game is not very good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> game awards. Uh, yeah. I thought it was predictable. I mean, everything that yeah. I, I could have, I was 
unsurprised by a single one of those awards uh, and the way that they went. And um, I think that it's too bad that Hades didn't win game of the year. What about that would have been Tsushima winning the player choice award. That doesn't surprise me either. The community for that game is wild. It just seemed like they're very popular game, I guess. It it turned into this Twitter feud thing. If you, if you caught that where it was just kind of dumb. It, it I, just I basically turned into, that. it's basically the equivalent of review bombing that, you know, they, they just stirred up the communities and like it was, it, it turned into the last of us two versus ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. uh, and like stirring up those communities and be like, Oh, fuck those guys. Rah, rah, rah. Like not exactly that meant like not quite is, like that, but yeah, it's I think, just like that game, at least for me was like fine, but yeah. like nothing special. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, it, the thing is I would rather play, Valhalla than that game. If next mm-hmm. year I'm itching for an Assassin's Creed and there isn't one, I might go back totally. to Ghost because it's good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It mm-hmm. has better combat than um, Oh yeah, Assassin's it's a Creed. Really, it's a really um, pretty game. It is, but I don't think it's, it's as... It's got a good use of... It uses color well. Yeah, it's I don't think... Game. I think the character yeah. animations in that game are bad, like when you're talking to people. Yeah. Um, they remind me of like early Mass Effect, which isn't to say that Early Mass Effect was bad when it came out, but by today's standards, it's pretty, they're pretty wooden, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And I don't think the story in Ghost of Tsushima is engaging on any level, like, at all. So yeah. I don't know. I'm surprised. I also just think it's weird. I don't like or understand why The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima ha- have communities. <laughs> like, I don't know. Fandom it, baby. Yeah, that's fandom it's baby just indeed. Uh, totally. It's just like, you know, there isn't the like I guess there is for modern movies, but like it just seems weird to me. That they, they don't seem like games that it's like oh, I'm part of the Godfather community. <laughs> like <laughs> part of the Evil what? Dead community. Yeah, it's just it's weird. Well, um, oh yeah, there's an Evil Dead game announced. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be cool. Um yeah. Who knows? Back for Blood looked cool too. That's the new Turtle yeah. Rock thing. Um, yeah. but, but 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 I guess I'm just trying to say like that there are ev- the Evil Dead community makes more sense to me even because it, there's movies and a TV show and mm-hmm. comic books and video games. Sure. So with The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, there are two Last of Us games and one Ghost of Tsushima game. They're both sing- they're all single player experiences. Mostly. Two and a half. Of what? Yeah. Last of Us. Yeah, I guess if you if you think of like the Left Behind and stuff like that's, that, I think of Left Behind. Not even like that's not a half. Yeah, it's it's like um, two and uh, eighth point. It's <laughs> arguably the best Last of Us thing, but also it is it is pretty feels like DLC yeah. to me. Yeah, no, um, but and I know there's multiplayer in the original game, yeah. but it's just weird. I don't know. It's it's odd to me that that people would get stirred up for that. I mean, even as someone who has very strong opinions about video games, if you were like disco elysium versus the last of us Two voted out i'd be like no i mean i'll vote for disco elysium but i'm not gonna like get in a brand war (laughs) Uh, speaking of which go yeah next year on the playstation 5 and later on the the xbox and the 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 switch you switch right is that a thing no, Switch? I think we were saying that. I don't think Switch is actually happening. Okay. I don't think it was among the list of logos. Okay. You can play uh, the Gaming Fix game of 2019, mm. Disco Elysium, on console. 
with yep. uh, fully voice acted fully stuff and acted. new new quests. New, yep. new quests. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. New quests, new equipment, and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I haven't gone back to that game yet. I'm fucking stoked to play it again in 2021. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, so excited. Pro- I'll probably play it again. It's a free upgrade for people if Good. they have it on like Steam Good. and stuff. So well, it looks like it's coming. Oh no, it's on the App Store on Mac. That's right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's also yeah, it it's is not this iOS. year's game of the year on uh, Mac <laughs> on the App Store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, game oh, happened. shit. What's up? They're doing a fucking collector's edition of Disco Elysium. That oh, yeah. Yeah. They showed that in the, in the I missed It looks that. cool. Yeah. It has like a statuette and oh, stuff. And a um, what, what is the statue? Uh,. The, like the, the, fuck the world and no, the it's the statue that's <laughs> it's, in it's the, the square. It's the statue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But yes, uh, back to backtrack, and we can probably leave the game awards here. It would have been way more interesting if Hades won. Like I think, yeah. yeah. The way I phrased mm-hmm. it at the end of the Super GG thing is like, if the Oscar bait had won, uh, yeah, that's basically what happened. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So whatever. <laughs> Uh, all right. Back to cyberpunk. Yeah, the, we alluded, uh, alluded to this earlier. Yeah. So, God. Uh, so part of the game is this thing called brain dancing, which I just did the tutorial for earlier. And part of brain dancing uh, is like you're basically going into like a virtual space and experiencing what other people feel. Part of the setup for that is a series of like flashing lights, um, which turns out can cause some people with epilepsy to have seizures. Yeah. Because it is very close to like the patterns that are used to help test and diagnose epilepsy. Yeah. Uh, which led to Liana. I always, I always Liana get Liana Rupert. I always yeah. like Rihanna, who is like another person in the games media. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like their names. I'm like Lee, Re, uh, which yeah, one is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is Leona. Leona Rupert from Game Informer uh, has mm-hmm. epilepsy and had a seizure because of the game. And there were no, there is no way, or at the time, there was no way to disable the the thing, like the lights. And mm-hmm. there was no prominent mm-hmm. warning yeah. in the game. Like buried in the EULA, there was something. It was like, hey, there's yeah. some flashing lights, but nobody reads those. I don't, did you did you read the EULA? Because it was very stupid. No. Oh, I saw. I saw. There's like that. Just it was like it didn't even pop up for me on like Steam. I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was written very like, hey kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think who cares about legal stuff? I think this whole thing was like, it's bad that it was in there for sure. Mm -hmm. I do think I'm not trying to say this in defense of CDPR. I truly believe that the way that that made it in the game was they were looking at cool medical shit Mm -hmm. and saw that and went without understanding what it was went, Oh fuck, this would be cool to put on the VR thing. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think it's a similar situation to when they were making modern warfare and they did the highway of death level. I'm sure they were just looking at all kinds of random shit from middle Eastern military conflicts over the last 30 years and went, Oh, this could be a cool level. And just didn't even think about what they were doing. Um, and 
I, I don't like it, it's obvious. Yeah, it's no excuse. I just, um, no, no, I'm not like, trying to excuse them at all. I just saw some people like speculating the flashing, that they did it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think they did seizures. it on purpose, but it is, it is incredibly careless. It's just irresponsible and careless. And, yeah. yeah. Irresponsible. Yeah. Like and, it's not even an uncommon thing to do the flashing lights and like, yeah. Hey, this might trigger something. So yeah. be but careful. The, the thing that was troublesome about all of it was like the ended up putting up that article on game informer which was good it was what, what they called the psa or whatever like yeah really good reporting like, the game doesn't tell you this so we're gonna tell you this yeah. up front and, like it was a really good article really well written and it's coming from a place of knowing and then the internet community just like jumped down our throat melted it down like, and that's what i was gonna say is just, that's why this yeah. is fucked so, up all it, so all that need all that needed to happen is what did happen on a kind of corporate level which is she did great reporting, put up yep. a PSA about it. Other yep. outlets picked it up. Yep. CDPR, not as quick as I would have liked, but within a day, responded and said, hey, this is good reporting. Thanks for pointing this out. We're fixing this. You know, We're, we're working on fixes for this now. And then yep. fixed it in time. The warning was up by the time the game was live on Steam, which was the first place to Steam and GOG, first place you could play it. And it sounds like maybe there's a fix for it in the options also to disable it. Um, I believe yeah. that, I'm not that happened sh- this morning. Yeah, that um, would make sense. Uh, yeah. The, so I the think, most recent patch. you know, CDPR fucked up. Someone caught them. They didn't really apologize. I do think that they their didn't. language could have been smarter on how they yes. responded to it, but yeah. CDPR's PR department not doing well. Was, mm. I'm surprised they even acknowledged Hasn't it, frankly. Been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's all that needed to happen is, and Liana even responded to their tweet and was like, hey, thanks. I'm glad more people are going to be able to safely enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's just all that needed to happen. But this, like, this toxicity directed at her is just like, yeah. Well, it's, and even it's been toxicity at anyone saying anything yeah. remotely critical about the game. And that's I why mean, I near the start of the show, I was like, yeah, this is kind of similar to the Rick and Morty fandom at some point, because like, they're just, the game wasn't out at this point. Well, and your like, IQ just isn't high enough, Alex. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I'm fully aware of that. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, no, they, it, it, the game wasn't out and it was very valid reasonable criticism it's like hey like this, yeah for people who have a very legitimate medical concern it's, this it's is important. not even like it's not even the game is bad it's hey here is be like, aware a, yeah this is like a life and death thing yeah and people were just like being just really terribly shitty yeah, so, yeah. Hey, it's stop being, stop uh, being shitty on the internet people there are some places where actually the stuff that people were doing to her mm-hmm. could be considered oh, assault and battery yeah yeah um so, Truly. I mean, I don't think she's necessarily pursuing anything. If she if I, she just wants to move past it, she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't even want people to focus on this aspect of the story, which is which is smart. Yeah. And I think that's that's yeah. the, the human way to do it. And the 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 she's a she's a big person for for going right. that route. But if uh, if you know someone being an asshole to people on the internet, yeah, tell them to tell them to fucking stop. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck yes, that. Please. Um, this made me rethink some things too about like you know I think. there there's there's even instances where i've um nowhere like this like done anything even just used slightly harsher language than i would Mm -hmm. in person to someone and i'm Mm -hmm. thinking "Ah, i should probably find that person and apologize to them um because it's like just stop being shitty on the internet god Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. awful Yeah. Uh, yeah also stop making stop like 
identify stop tying your identity to a video game you haven't played yet or any yeah. any sort of media yeah that, also, whether you've been consumed or not <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. also don't pre-order video games that's sure. a, totally separate just a, just a, another thought while we're on it <laughs> and never wear never put jam in a toaster and don't just turn your underwear inside out wash them yeah well why'd you have to call me out <laughs> Do you do like the front back then inside out front back? (laughs) (laughs) The first time that I heard that concept, I couldn't stop laughing for like 10 (laughs) minutes. And that was only like a year ago, by the way. (laughs) So wash your towels. I need to be better about that. But, but I mean, they're just going to, they're getting wet anyway. I'm clean. Wash the towels your clean. Sheets. I usually, yeah, I need to do that more too. I usually don't wash <laughs> those things until I start to notice that they kind of are getting a little thinky, and that's not good. You should I wash them rotate my then. mattress. You flip it. Yeah, you got to flip it. Yeah, you I got to flip, flip it mattress. and like spin I don't know it. You're supposed to flip Casper, but uh, like if you got a pillow top, you can't flip it. I don't no, have a pillow top. We, like, I don't, you know, some, some uh, yeah, I don't know about a Casper because they got like, the never, different layers. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Sponsor this podcast, Casper. Or don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Send us I all mean, a mattress. It's a nice yeah, mattress. But that's every every fucking podcast got sponsored by Casper at some point. I, I want to I want to blaze new trails, and that's why I want to get sponsored by a weed farm. Sure, why not? I want to get sponsored by A and W. Actually, I want to get sponsored by Logitech, so they'll send me an X56. Not because I just want free shit, but because they're out of stock everywhere. <laughs> I'd uh, like to buy AMD, one. AMD what? sponsors no. then. X56 is the Hotas. I need oh. a new Hotas, and it's the Hotas that's like $250, and I would buy it for $250 happily if I could find it. Could. But yeah. Damn. Anyway. Well. Uh, speaking of tech companies, God. hey, NVIDIA, what the fuck? Yeah. Again. That's, that's literally how it's written in our document as well. <laughs> uh, so Hardware Unboxed, a YouTube channel. Uh, a, a very good reviews, YouTube channel. Reviews tech and stuff. Uh, yeah. Received communication from NVIDIA saying they will not be receiving future products from NVIDIA for, for review because they Nvidia did not care for the way that yeah the rasterization like the focus on rasterization instead of RTX performance in games uh, in their like yeah. review coverage and is basically blacklisting them because they don't like how they're reviewing their cards. They don't want yeah. reviews. They want influencers to talk about how cool ray tracing is. Yeah, and. Hardware Unbox is not an influencer. They're a reviewer. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's, uh, I don't know what they expected, but like the language that uh, the folks from Hardware Unbox said was, quote, uh, they should, they have said they will revisit this should your editorial direction change. And it's like, that's basically a threat. Like, yep. that's basically blackmail to an extent. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like, it's. <laughs> bad and it sets a bad precedent and it really puts nvidia in a super negative light like it's it's grabbing two two guns double fisting them and pointing them straight at your feet just poop two gun two guns both hands yeah yeah no two guns one um, hand 
And I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. just it's the no, s- two ga- two guns per hand. <laughs> yeah, pointed at feet. Cyberpunk and and uh, of cock and two feet <laughs> per hand. Oh shit! Oh no! This is oh, we're back to spore. assassination classroom. We're, we're getting in spore territory. Uh, I should make a new spore. Um, new Peter Molyneux, get on the phone. Peter Molyneux sponsor dark, our podcast. Dark Sport never existed. You know, I've I owned Dark Sport. I never once launched it, and now it's now you can't play it anymore. I'm sure you could find a way. Probably, uh, probably like a server you can connect to. Maybe I don't think so. Actually, Running I don't on think there's a dark. I don't Eastern think there's a dark Russia. spore community keeping the game alive. Run a private dark spore server. Apparently, there are still two hundred and twenty thousand people playing Dark Age of Camelot. I almost installed Why? that the other day because right. that game fucking rules. I haven't played it, so ah, uh, it's I'm awesome. Gonna, anyway, anyways, there is a video uh, for all this. Yeah, <laughs> and dark spore update February twenty twenty. Wow, I thought that was when it got. I thought that was like the you. This is uh-huh. it. We're putting a bullet in it. <laughs> in all 20 tentacles. No, they're, they're working on it. They just can't share it. Oh, like a community thing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, when you go to the Wikipedia, it says Dark Spore was a video game. <laughs> <laughs> so from July 10th, 2019, Dark Spore is no longer dead. Oh, and then... <laughs> The same channel, February Why? 18, 2020, Dark Spore Update. 20, so, I, I don't know. You can't, I, I don't know. Who cares? Anyway. Hey, you're sorry. the one who brought I'm it up. I'm sorry. Yes. And I'm so sorry. You, apparently, sure. you care. There's he, a community effort there. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a community the effort there. Communities are rad. I think it's cool that there's people who care enough about anything to put yeah. work into making it playable again. So, I apologize for the negativity there. Um, yeah. But definitely. Yeah. NVIDIA wants, I mean, this is the way, this is the direction I think a lot of outlets or a lot of manufacturers of whether it's hardware or like, I don't want to shit on anybody, but video games have some of the most pervasive influencers of any industry. Well, it got got to the point on YouTube where they had to like, it's almost because of the game industry that they had to add like the, Hey, this is an ad. Yeah. (laughs) And while I respect that people are trying to get paid and trying to like survive the problem with influencer advertising from what I have observed is there is just a complete lack of criticality on every level. I mean, they are, and they frame it. It's like um, found footage advertising. Like they frame it like it's a real life. Huh. I just, I just love Nvidia cards. I just love ray tracing. When it's like the the only reason that that's the case is because you're paid to say it. And, and and I don't know. It's just, it's of course companies are going to want that. Of course, like a. a studio like a hardware manufacturer and there's a never-ending stream of up-and-coming influencers who will do that for them for dirt cheap um so yeah so pay attention to the validity of the reviews you're consuming i would say hardware unboxed is someone you should watch linus tech tips someone you should watch he's mm -hmm. very clear about which ones are reviews gamers nexus is extremely thorough and fucking wonderful uh though maybe too thorough for some people you got mobile tech reviews lisa is amazing like 
And I think just like with games, I mean, if a studio is not willing to send Waypoint a copy of a game and there's no other reason why they shouldn't cover it, they're going to buy one and do the coverage. Mm -hmm. And I think there's going to be people that do that for hardware. Stick with those people, I think. And if you can support them, I mean, if they're smaller creators like Gamers Nexus, and I think they have a Patreon and all them. Yeah. Yeah. Get in on that. And like, if you want to see that kind of real criticism, you know, yeah. It's it's worth it, I think, to support those outlets because uh, it's going to keep going away. Uh, mm-hmm. In uh, some weird ways, as much as I think fucking video for it, I'm not surprised. And no, it's they the just, way the entire industry is going to move. So yeah, they just got caught with their pants down with this one because Hardware Unbox was not willing to just let that sit in their email box. Which yeah, they no, should. that's they, yeah, good, good no, on they, them. They shouldn't. Um, Actually, this discussion and talking about like the ad stuff and the influencers reminded me oh. of that shit with the government, the U.S. government sneaking a provision that would basically ban streaming. Oh, right. Turn streaming any copyrighted content into a felony. Yeah. And so basically, like, if you streamed, didn't, basically Twitch didn't, would be in some deep shit with a lot of their stuff. Didn't they slip that into some economic bill? It's like a like a funding, like a government funding bill or something. Yeah, it might have even been in the military budget or something like that. I can't remember, but I don't. It's not passed yet. They passed the military budget. Okay, yeah, that's 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 a whole other uh, politics fix. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, that one. Yeah, but like. Like they just, yeah, it's just one of those things where they sneak a wholly unrelated issue into like a budget bill. Yeah. And it could drastically change uh change the way games are marketed, uh influenced or you know uh, spread about yeah. streamed. When I was yeah. When I, when I was saying a few weeks ago DMCA should be reevaluated. This is not how I meant it. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I don't think the incoming administration gives a, a single fuck about any of this no. stuff. So, no, I, I think uh, you are absolutely right. Uh, they, they saw AOC streaming on Twitch and said, "We got to stop that." I mean, yeah, I bet that's a big part of why this went in there for sure. Huh? Um, you might be right. It's a reaction to those things because they fucking hate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty really? much everybody hates. Oh, Republicans hate her. Oh no, I mean, I knew passionately. That. A lot of Democrats do too. Yeah. Um, the Democratic Party's not your friend, mm, <laughs> listeners no. in the United States. <laughs> you should you should not be a Republican, but you should be very critical of your Democratic candidates. Yep. Anyway, so uh, keep an eye on that and uh, and fucking video for now. Uh, yeah, and also email, advertising culture. Uh, contact your congressperson, senator, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, tell uh, them that that sucks. Two last chef, minute. Chef Boyardee. Seth, Seth Boyardee. Seth Boyardee, sorry. Uh, last two quick hits. Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, the VR game from... Uh, uh, was, uh, Respawn. What, what, Respawn. Respawn. Uh, requires 177 gigs of storage. <laughs> right? I don't... Why is it so enormous? <laughs> I thought it was on Quest. It's it's not on Quest. It's on Oculus, so it could be like on the go. Okay. I wonder if it can be on the. the or I guess is the Quest. The Quest, the quest is, is the, the Quest is the, the it, mobile. It, it, isn't, there's a two fifty six gig one, isn't there? I yeah, so this won't fit on it. The one I have is like the new one. The new one. Yeah. The one I have is like some like 
64 gigs, I think. I'm like looking it's it up now. This thing. Quest 2. Um, this game sounds terrible, by the way, so I don't think it's really matters. From I what I've heard, heard I've, the, I've, I've just seen the trailers and stuff they put out. From what I've heard from people that I follow in like VR development and who are kind of in that community, it sounds like it is they tr- just tried to map a first person shooter levels to VR and it just doesn't work. And it it's, didn't look like it would. No, it's apparently not good, uh, which I'm not surprised about. It has looked bad to me <laughs> every uh, step of the way. Quest two is either 64 gigs or 256 gigs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, I think the original quest only had 64 or 128, but I could be wrong. So, so you could uh, not possibly play that on an original quest. Yeah. Uh, you just, you'd have to play it on PC too. and use a link which cable its, or the yes, virtual desktop stuff, which yeah. is insidious because the only way to get any of those features to work effectively is to go through their account stuff and use your Facebook yeah. account. So it's interesting Ugh. that this game, this game just doesn't work on an original quest because <laughs> that's the only way currently to continue not using Facebook account stuff. Mm. And I mean, that will go away too, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Is I saw someone earlier. There's like, they're, they put like the rift S on sale and maybe, uh, and uh, like, you know, they've discontinued it. So they're just like blowing out stock and uh, like a hundred dollars off and someone on Facebook going, yeah, they could sell it for so cheap because they're selling all your data. I'm like, my guy. Oh, yeah. Where are you posting this? <laughs> uh, so right now, Above and Beyond is also available on Steam. It's not just on the Oculus stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it is currently sitting at 39% positive out of 339 reviews. So that would be is- a mostly negative rating. Yeah. Is it also on PlayStation? No, I don't think so. Because mm. it seems I like mean, it would be at least okay on PSVR, maybe. It doesn't work. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe except, it would with except, the wands. Except for it being 177 gigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it looks bad. These reviews are harsh. <laughs> Bummer. And not in yeah. the shitty gamer way I mean, harsh. Glad. You know, like, it, uh-huh. it seemed like a bad idea from when they first announced it. People are saying that it's a slap in the face to the veterans that they interviewed for the game because Ooh. it is so bad that it is offensive that they involved actual combat veterans. <laughs> yeah, we also commented on that during the stream because they showed the veteran interviews during the Game Awards. Oh, Which, man. in the original Medal of Honor, was cool. It, it like yeah. grounded the story and mm-hmm. um, and and felt respectful uh, in a sense. Like So... I would say there's many reasons to just forget about above and beyond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's forget uh, about it. I'm glad I did not hold on to my quest or my rift to play that then. Um, <laughs> okay. And last polygon is raising a bunch of money for the innocence project. They're streaming for three days, right? They've done like a day or about a day or yeah, today roughly will be a day like now. the end of day one Majora's mass situation. Yeah, end of the yeah, dawn, of day, dawn of day two. Yeah, they'd set a goal for themselves of what ten thousand dollars within three days raising the charity. Like that, and yeah, they got ten thousand dollars within an hour, I believe. Yeah, so they're just uh, yeah, you know what? Start small and just you know never be disappointed. Uh, yeah, so good for them. Uh, that's, yeah, that's super, great stuff they're doing. Good for them. And uh, um, so yeah, check that stream. out. I just want to see what they're at for their for their donation count because I'm I'm just curious. Uh, opening it up, 
<laughs> they've set a new goal of 69 420 <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of course they have and they are currently at well because um, they fi- didn't they, they have they, 420 they, 69 yeah, and then they, if they, they hit that then it. they yeah uh, of course so and now they're currently at just under 60,000 so they're awesome. on their way they're gonna yeah, they're gonna do that like by the end of this podcast pretty much yeah it's pretty fantastic mm-hmm well, mm-hmm. that is going to do it for this episode of the Gaming Fix podcast, episode 151. <laughs> what are you laughing at? What, nothing. What are you nothing. laughing at? Nothing. Don't worry about this, it. December 12th, 2020. You can find the podcast uh, on twitch.tv slash fixpodcasts. Sure. It's gaming Maybe. fix. It's gaming fix. It's gaming fix for the Twitch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find ah. us on Twitter at Fix Podcasts, where you can f- see pictures of Alex's cat in the fleets. Yep, all the time. Uh, you can find me, Andre, aka your partner's favorite '90s hip hop reference. That what I said? Reference? That's weird. Uh, on Twitter, <laughs> it was weird. It was at uh, Coolslaw C O O L S L four W. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on vacation and I'm gonna write some reviews. And yeah. you can find those at fix.space, where you can currently see Sam's review of Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man, Miles Morales for the PS5. Yeah. And hopefully some other reviews in the near future. Alec or you know Pat, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at PJC Plays. I am going to have vacation coming up in two weeks still, or a week and a half ish. Uh, and I might try to do more streaming around that. I'm not really planning on writing a bunch of reviews. Uh, not feeling passionate one way or another in mm-hmm. ter- review territory with anything I'm playing right now. Um, but uh, I do want to do some more streaming. I want to finish the Fuser campaign. Mm. Maybe stream some of that. Psychonauts? Uh, yeah, I could get back to Psychonauts. Yeah, that fell apart because things just progressively got worse over the course of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, Much like things in Psychonauts. Yeah, yeah. But like in like a, not like a gameplay-wise, just like the story. Yeah. And Alex, where can people find you? Uh, I don't know. Not watching Assassination Classroom anymore. It's over. Can the world's smallest assassination over here. Just find me looking for massive cock. Yeah, that's 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 the one. Okay. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Or will be. Tiff her off! <laughs> <laughs>